0: Hello and welcome to Chance Time, a generic video game podcast hosted by uh, me, Ryan Speakman. (laughs) We also have Curtis Lowe with us.
1: Hi, sorry, I was opening a chocolate bar. That's okay. (laughs) (laughs) What, what,
0: What kind of chocolate
2: bar was it? World's finest. We also have Paul Bills with us today. Hello, Curtis, do you always have a chocolate bar? Is this like a weekly <laughs> ritual that we don't know about?
1: I mean, I like to eat candy, and I just <laughs> I just get the hankering, you know? And this kid came to our door with a bunch of these world's finest chocolate bars for his school, and I was like, I'll take one. Oh, okay.
3: Spoiler You've... alert, they are not the world's finest chocolate <laughs> bar. Yeah, <laughs> like, but even...
1: they're better than I was... his I feel like.
0: I was afraid we were wasting our guest time, but they jumped right in. <laughs> And so now I feel better about it <laughs> um, but we would like to introduce a special guest today, uh the sister in law of the show, as she has been mentioned, we have with us Terry Bills
3: hi everyone yeah Yeah. we did it it's finally happened i'm cool enough to be on the show
0: (laughs) i think this actually uh demerits you a
2: little bit (laughs) you were cooler before (laughs) yeah but thank you for sacrificing for us
3: (laughs) always
0: for the elite Mm. of the discord channel this is uh the sourdough how does it feel to be on Chance Time, Terry?
3: Um, honestly, it's super weird. because <laughs> I'm used to just listening to you guys. And so having to talk back is throwing me off. <laughs> Let me try again. Uh, having to talk back and knowing you guys can hear me talk back. Mm, is yes. You oh, <laughs>
2: Yeah, if you ever just don't respond, we'll we'll remind you. We'll be like, hey, this this isn't a recording.
3: Hey, hey, we're live. <laughs> one
0: you can, you one of these back. one of these days, I'm just gonna I'm gonna say something and I'll be like, Don't talk back to us, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> <Just
3: saying
0: it. laughs> On the chance that you said something, it'll be great. Right.
3: <laughs> and the chances Probably pretty high. <laughs> uh,
2: that's good to know. That's
3: I always watch what a, we say here. I have a lot of opinions about your opinions, so
0: <laughs> This will be great then. We need some live feedback. <laughs> uh, before uh, before we start, I dropped a little link in the chat right before we started recording. What do you guys think of this game,
2: Trombone Champ? I almost buy it. I, I I will probably buy it tomorrow. I'm not joking. I'm, like,
3: I'm pretty sure we're buying it.
2: It looks so good.
4: <laughs> for,
0: for those
2: who don't know, just Google
0: it. But it's basically like a a rhythm game in the vein of... What is this closest to? Guitar Hero? Yeah, probably. Yeah. But you uh, yeah. you're playing a trombone. And if you miss the notes slightly... It really distorts the trombone sound.
2: It's great. Yeah, I I showed that clip to my wife, and after I showed her like a trailer for the game, and her response was like, "It's way better when you're bad at it. Like it's way funnier to watch <laughs> yeah. when they're bad at it." otherwise it's just trombone music which isn't as funny
1: yes i watched the (laughs) trailer too and i was like these people are a lot better at this than the guy on twitter
0: (laughs) (laughs) i think i read that the mechanic is you have to press the direction opposite of what's coming towards you
2: to simulate the the trombone right oh
3: yeah yeah yeah
2: i missed that that's funny yeah, yeah, the the Steam description is like, you can play with a controller, but we recommend Mouse because it's more like a trombone moving your mm, arm back yeah. and forth, which is just so funny. Yeah.
4: Yeah,
0: but it really is. I just wanted to shout that out because I had a good good chuckle from that video,
3: oh, too. Oh,
2: yeah. That's incredible.
3: So my father plays the trombone. My older sister plays the trombone. Her daughter plays the trombone. And John plays the trombone. Oh. So this is going to be like an instant this.
0: favorite in our house. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll have to show us some, some live videos of them playing. Yeah.
2: Um, and some, well, and some like reactions to the technique. Like right?
0: the <laughs> I guess, oh, the wrong way? I guess it's also important to mention that there's like a me looking character that you're controlling. Yes. That's playing it at the same time and, and it adds crazy visuals
1: in the background. Sure.
3: Oh my God. Yeah, like, like
1: Everything I wished Wii music had been.
3: <laughs> you
1: imagine doing that with the Wii remote? That was so funny. Motion yeah. controls you have to move your whole like body up to get the higher notes and then down to get the lower notes.
3: Yes.
0: <laughs> um it's the background visuals I would describe as like warrior visuals. <laughs> yes.
3: The so we were watching the the one you posted in chance time. Um what was it? William Tell? Yeah, yeah. And, and we got about three quarters of the way through and all of a sudden I was like wait a minute, what is happening in the background? And so <laughs> we had to go back and watch it again just to watch the horses go around in a circle. <laughs> it was so ridiculous. Uh, well,
2: I'm I to play see the... a game just go all in. Right? Yeah. Just on this, on a stupid idea and it works. <laughs> I scroll down to the
1: comments of that tweet. And people posted their own videos of playing that game and someone was playing the take me to the ball game. And like baseballs <laughs> were hitting the screen, like cracking it. It was like hey, man, one punk. So you're these balls are just in it. was hilarious.
4: Uh,
0: well, I'm excited to find out our experience with it next week. I yeah. Guess.
2: Is it? Steam Deck verified? I couldn't I couldn't figure that out.
0: That I don't know. It is on know. Steam. I think right. it recently got out of Early access. Or yeah, I think or it just released, released. Like this week.
2: Yeah. yeah. Even if it's not Steam Deck, I'll just play it on my laptop. But it would be funny. I have a trip next week. And it would be way funny to just <laughs> play it on the plane. To just like <laughs> confuse people around me as I'm sitting there with all these wacky visuals. I would say take
0: the headphones out too. Yeah. Full blast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is a service to take the headphones out like halfway through the song. <laughs>
2: You should be well, paying me for this.
0: <laughs> I think this is the the perfect segue into Mark Struckerbrook's one thing.
2: And wait, who's who's Mark Struckerberg? No. no I never okay. know
0: anymore. I wait. think I I briefly went into an Ooh. alternate dimension when I said that.
3: Do you guys wanna know something hilarious? It's Like a really funny story. Okay, it might not be that funny, but yeah. I think it's really funny. I would love to
4: hear.
3: I, I thought that Mike Struckerberg was a real person for <laughs> probably the first like 10 episodes. That's like finally one day I was like, I'm gonna Google this. I wanna know who this person is that they keep talking about. And I couldn't find him. And so I was like, John, who are they talking about? And John was like, it's not a real person. <laughs> I was like, Are you kidding me? <laughs>
1: That is
0: amazing. That is really funny, especially considering (laughs) that Mike Schreckerberg is 100% a real person who does fund this podcast.
3: Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, I I couldn't find him anywhere. He needs to make his presence known. Kind of a shadow
1: billionaire,
0: you know? He is really good at Google.
1: Apparently. He's a master of SEO. He only uses DuckDuckGo as his browser.
4: (laughs) 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 DuckDuckGo.
0: Uh, Well, for those who don't know, we never explain it, but I'm going to explain it this time. Mike Struckerberg's one thing is where we just say something that's on our minds. Video game related, rarely not video game related. But Terry, since you're our guest, we're going to start with you. Do you got anything on your mind?
3: Um, yes. (laughs) That you'd like to share. (laughs) I've been trying to narrow it down all day and now I finally understand why it's always turns into like everybody's top 10 favorite things.
1: Exactly.
4: Yeah, you get it.
3: (laughs) I do. I do. I get it now. Cause I was like, well, I should talk about this or I could talk about this. And then I was like, well, can I talk about all of them? Will they care?
2: And you're the guest. People have heard enough from us. So
4: what is yours?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, and even better none of my one things are very exciting but
2: exactly you're you're I, fitting right in <laughs> I,
3: I, i'm a part of the crew <laughs> uh so my very f- my favorite one thing right now is that i am finally on the final boss which is gary on very hard on pokemon puzzle league now i don't know if you guys play pokemon oh. puzzle league but very hard once you get to the elites, it's like. It's like impossible.
0: <laughs> Sounds yeah, intense. And,
3: and so uh, I've, I. I finally made it to Gary and I'm like. It's amazing. It feels so good.
0: <laughs> and what uh, number time of Pokemon Puzzle League is this for you?
3: Uh, I... First, second. Oh, you mean like how many times have I played it in the past?
0: Yes. I don't
3: know. Did you me. own it? Probably like twenty five or thirty. Yeah, we owned it.
0: (laughs) And you you have beaten it before? Yeah. Okay.
3: Um, Best story is one day I went down. I snuck downstairs to play Pokemon Puzzle League when I was a kid. It was like two in the morning, and when I got down there, my dad was already up playing Pokemon Puzzle League, (laughs) and so I had to sneak. Back upstairs, so he didn't notice that I had snuck downstairs.
0: That is really funny. Is your did your dad play games in general? Yeah.
3: Okay. yeah, both of my parents do. We we grew up going to arcades and owning all of the consoles. It's like in our blood.
0: If I snuck downstairs to play video games and saw my dad playing, I my mind would be blown as a kid. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs>
3: so that's Uh, my my mind
2: would still be blown to this day (laughs) if I I ever saw my dad play a video game of any kind
3: I think if I saw your dad play a video game Paul I would like (laughs) probably feel like we were in some kind of alternate dimension right like
2: Mm -hmm. I would ask like what was wrong like (laughs) I would have to figure out how it was even happening
3: right
0: Uh... I would half expect If my, I saw my dad playing video games right now, I would half expect Shigeru Miyamoto in the same room being like, this is what Mario is. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: the only thing that would get him that's to do the, it.
0: Yeah. I don't know. He, I had him do
2: virtual reality and he, he really enjoyed that. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and that's he, kind of like almost a different category. I could yeah, probably get my dad yeah. to do that. That's a lot and
0: easier he, to get into. He used to help me beat like games on the Game Boy when I was like fairly um, little. That's Aww. cool. But then, I think he well he mentioned this at my uh, wedding in the rehearsal dinner <laughs> that he helped me beat them, and then realized that he was getting too into it, so he stopped himself. <laughs> but those were his wow. words. I don't know.
2: I don't know. I need to verify some facts with that one. <laughs> Little did he know that that was your plan all along. Yeah, <laughs> we were just hoping he would get way into it. Well, do you have anything else, Terry? You mentioned you had
0: some some <laughs> other things.
3: I so yes, but I feel kind of guilty doing more than one.
0: A few more. I already have two. <laughs> two in the uh, oven.
3: All right, we're good then. Okay, <laughs> number two. Um, so I've been playing, I've been taking a small break from Zelda and replaying, uh, super Mario 64 and oh, nice. I refuse to move on from a level until I've collected all the stars and I,
0: what a good strat.
3: Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so I finally got all of the stars on that stupid sand level. I I don't even remember what it's called, Shifting Sands or something. I hate that level so much. And I I got so frustrated on the last start that I like screamed and somehow hurt my throat. And so I like couldn't talk the next day because I was so mad at this stupid Mario game. But I finally like got 20 past years it years later, right? But I finally got past it and it felt pretty good.
0: That's awesome. I think my least favorite one is the, uh, water raising level. Oh, what's that one called? I forget what that's called. It's yeah, not yeah, yeah. dire dire docks, but that is one of the water levels, I think, or it might, maybe it is dire dire docks.
3: I think it's dire dire uh, docks. Cause the other one okay, is Holly yeah. Roger Bay.
0: Oh yes. Yes. It is dire dire docks then. Mm-hmm. Okay. Curtis least favorite Mario 64 level.
1: Oh man. <laughs> I don't even know.
0: Well, Paul, to think. have you ever played Mario 64? <laughs> I have played
2: Mario 64, but back when it was on the 64 and not mm-hmm. again. So I I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah. Maybe tall Mountain
1: because of that stupid monkey.
0: <laughs> that monkey, worse than the monkey, in my opinion, is when you have to like jump to get the bird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Maybe if you fall, I just you remember falling and having
1: move. to go all the way back up for something. And I can't remember what it was. Maybe it was the bird.
0: Yep. I I mean, that whole level is basically just if you make one wrong move, you yeah. fall and do the mountain again.
3: Yep, it's all over.
0: Well, excellent. Anything else? If you want to throw a third thing in there.
3: <laughs> there are very short things, I guess. Um, so lastly... I will be taking my annual video game pause for the next month, so I can watch all 25 of my Halloween movie <laughs> marathon. Wow. Like, is it the
2: same 25 every ev-
3: year? Yep, every year.
2: Okay, yeah.
3: I have a, I love Halloween, and so I have a list of movies that I watch every year, and
0: you have the list available can you read them all to us
3: I mean, if you want to hear them all yes just, uh,
0: just as fast as you can start from the first one you're gonna watch and then the last one go to the last one all 25
3: okay they're not in any particular order but, that's okay uh nightmare before christmas corpse bride Frank and Weenie, beetlejuice ghostbusters clue the haunting practical magic hocus pocus mom's got a date with a vampire halloween Adam's Family, Muppet Haunted Mansion, Coraline Poltergeist, The Ghost of Mr. Chicken, The Mummy, Young Frankenstein, Coco, Mickey's Scariest Story, Sleepy Hollow, Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown, Blair Witch Project, Wait Until Dark. And then hey, we usually... You really took
2: As Fast As You Can to Heart. That was incredible. Did
3: you Thank say you. something about a chicken? <laughs> what?
1: Did you say something about Mr. Chicken?
3: Ghost of Mr. Chicken? <gasps> Have you never seen The Ghost of Mr. Chicken?
1: No, I have no idea what that is.
3: <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's a Don Knotts movie, which I know, I know, but bear with me here. He is <laughs> a newspaper reporter who has to investigate a haunted house.
1: Wow. Sounds pretty good.
3: Yeah, it's so funny.
1: You say Don and Knotts. Is that...
3: Yeah, Don Knotts. Yes, I'm going to disappoint you
1: again. I don't know who that is either.
3: <laughs> I'm there sorry. Is... No further
1: questions, Curtis. Okay, sorry.
3: Don't (laughs) Nazis. You've seen
0: Andy Griffith's show, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Andy Griffith's show or like Apple Dumpling Gang.
1: Oh, okay. I
2: recognize that guy's face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, everything's fine. We can keep recording. (laughs) Who? Well... That's exciting. Do you uh, does anything I wanted to clarify. You said the mummy is that like 1999 mummy like yes. Rachel Weiss. Yeah, I got to watch that again. I've not seen that in a long time. That movie's it, awesome.
3: It is really good. Yeah, and it and I want to clarify the haunting is the 1961 the haunting not the 1990 something the haunting that's terrible. <laughs> it's the original one.
0: So, what is there anything that could cause you to add a movie to that list?
3: If it's really good. Okay. <laughs> so I have a list of one-offs that are like, I haven't seen this yet, but I really want to. And if something is on the list that I'm like, yep, I love that. I would add to add it to my list.
1: Do you have to take something else off or you just add to it?
3: No, I would just add to it.
2: But right, If you get to 31, do you stop? Because mm. that's like every day of October. Or does it not matter? You just keep growing.
3: I would probably just keep growing because sometimes I'll watch two in a day.
2: Uh, okay.
0: Do you think you'd ever add any scary games to that list?
3: So I have tried to play scary games before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it has not gone well. <laughs> okay. I think it's the difference between watching and playing like Playing is just so immersive that when I play, I so I get really bad night terrors when I play horror games.
2: Interesting.
3: And yeah, like I'll have dreams that there are axe murderers in the house and I will wake John up and I will make him go check the house to make sure that there's <laughs> a, not an axe murderer. And. <laughs> And so, like, he and I have tried to play them, and I've tried to play them alone, and it didn't work. So I've tried to watch him play them, and it also didn't work. So uh, for now, I just have to stick with watching horror. I have to stick with watching people get murdered by axe murderers rather than play.
2: So, have you, like, I... watched, like, a Let's Play of a horror game? Have you tried that?
3: <gasps> no. Like, on YouTube.
2: Mm. Maybe, I mean. Cause uh, maybe that would be the same or maybe it would be the same. Maybe it'd be just as scary. I don't know. I'd be curious to see like if it's enough of a removal that it would be okay.
3: Um, like, yeah.
2: Watching like until dawn as a let's play. I think I'm sure someone's like cut that into a movie. Like I'm sure. Almost, Yeah. Yeah. And And that'd be interesting.
3: And and until, until dawn is the one we tried and it's seriously, we got about halfway through and I was like, "Mm, can't do this. Nope.
0: Mm-mm. yeah when i played until done a few people left when we got to the ouija board scene or
4: yeah. part
3: of the game yeah i think that's about when i was like um ehm, my nightmares are getting too intense i can't do this anymore <laughs> yeah. sometimes i do, I'll push through but
0: yeah I, I do agree with the playing the game is far scarier than watching a movie
3: yeah it's just so immersive
0: and then put you, put yourself in VR. That's my limit, I think, where my VR oh, horror man. experiences are so scary that like I I kind of am curious still to like play more of them, but
1: I don't even think I could ha- attempt that.
0: Sounds yeah awful. <laughs> it's uh it's pretty scary.
3: Um a few years ago there was a VR one of those like VR bars here in Utah that did a a competition and you it was like you won a hundred dollars, the person who could get the furthest in a VR horror game. (laughs) (laughs) And I I think John wound up filming it. And I think Uh the winner only made it like ten minutes in.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's crazy.
4: Yeah.
0: All right. Paul. we're going to move on to your Mike Struckerberg's One Thing. Yes. My Wait. first things first. Oh, yes. yes. Sorry. Please,
3: I just want to say that I just realized there is a movie that isn't on my list, but talking about axe murderers reminded me that I need to put it on my list, and it's So I Married an Axe Murderer. So I
2: Married an Axe Murderer. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: Yep. <laughs> so there we go. Okay, now we can move on wow. to Paul. Thank what? you for letting me talk for so long.
2: <laughs> Anytime. Right. That's... That's the chance time special. Don't you worry about it. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, my thing. Uh, I just, I have actually just one thing. Um, I tried a new game that just came out on Steam. I don't know if it's like technically open beta or whatever. Those terms are meaningless now. Uh, It is widely available. It's called Omega Strikers. Has anybody heard of this? No. I I
0: want to say yes, probably because it uses two buzzwords. <laughs> right. It's just a games, very but... <laughs> video
2: gamey name, yeah. It's a very video game name in general, yes. But uh Omega Strikers is one of the reviews I read for it called it League of Rocket League. And that's a pretty good description yeah. actually. <laughs> because it's um it's a top-down like MOBA like controls and characters but instead of pure fighting it is a sport so there's a there's like a disc in the middle that they call the core and it's 3v3 um and you control one of the three characters on the team and you pick a character that character has like a a primary ability, a secondary ability and an ultimate ability and you're just clicking around, moving on the map and trying to smack the core into a goal on the other side of the like playing field like soccer style and it's like first to 5 wins or there's a limit. And so League of Rocket League is a pretty apt description. Um i enjoy the concept a lot i was very excited to try it i was very bad at it like enough that it was frustrating and i stopped playing <laughs> <laughs> but like i want to love it and i think it is done well but i think people who have more like actual league of legends or other moba experience will have a significant advantage Ernest's um, ears years are burning so this is my time, <laughs> but like it's a cool idea, and the the character design is, pretty cool. Like it, there's a lot of like tropey ideas, but none of the characters I would say are like the absolute like traditional moba characters. Like there's enough of a twist on all of them that they're interesting to like get to know. The character design is like something between i would say like overwatch and genshin impact so it's like these are characters in like an optimistic future where there's like tons of cool new technology and we figured out a lot of today's problems but they're more anime looking than overwatch even though i know a lot of overwatch characters are anime looking already but more like hand-drawn anime looking than Overwatch characters. Um, but yeah, I I only tried it like for one night. Um, I want to go back to it, but I wanted to put it on
4: people's radar because I think there's people who would love this. So that's it. That's Omega Strikers.
3: Wow. Does this feel like the spiritual successor of those really old 80s handheld like soccer and football games
2: Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, to an extent, because it is it's just like single screen, and it's this like rounded rectangle court, and I mean, and you're just like, yeah, it's just kind of high it's well, it's the strategy of those games combined with like the second to second tactics of of a MOBA. But yeah, I mean, it is kind of like an ultimate conclusion of that style of game in a lot of ways. That's cool. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I was watching the trailer. It looks
0: very interesting. But the more you mentioned MOBA, the more I was like, (laughs) and then when you said I'm not good at it because (laughs) it's like a MOBA, I was like, well, maybe I'll... Was I'll it just... add it to my library because
1: it's for me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Does it just like control like a MOBA? Yeah, it looks yeah. like to me anyway. You like pick a character and you have yeah. like their abilities yeah, and it's abilities. like Q,
2: W, E and R. Yeah. But
1: you're not having to like do a build and buy
2: items and they, nothing like that, right? No, nothing like that. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. just the character. Yeah. And games are super short. Like games are five minutes like Rocket League. Nice. Um, But yeah, I mean, and I'm same reaction as Ryan. We're like, I want to like this more than I do right now. I just feel like I'm not good enough, but maybe I'll go back to it and try it some more and figure it out. Um, I also say that it's at least in its current state, it seems pretty generous for a free to play game. Like I played for like two hours and unlocked. uh, I think two new characters and like was almost the way to a third character. So nice. it's got that going for it, too. That if there's a character that you particularly like, you will have enough to unlock that character very quickly, which is nice But they give that to you. Cool. So yeah, that's it. Omega Strikers.
4: Wow.
2: Try it, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, I'll go ahead and go next.
0: I... Uh, My first thing is I always have to update everybody on my Live Alive progress. (laughs) Yes. The uh, current uh, segment. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I did finish the adventure of uh, Squeege Von Ouija. Did I already mention that before?
2: Uh, I think you mentioned the name, at least.
0: Uh, He's the uh, future, the the near future.
2: Oh, the near future. Okay.
0: So I also finished The Little Robot, which I regret that being my last one Mm. because there's no combat in that segment, And it was kind of like a boring way to to end things. Um, But, of course, it was a a nice little story of the robot Little Guy Num-Num who, (laughs) uh, against the odds... Uh, solve some mysteries but of course i beat all the chapters and spoilers for live Alive: hit skip 15 seconds if you don't want to hear this <laughs> there's uh, an extra chapter uh, and but it's not the kind of extra chapter i thought it was gonna, going to be and so i will say that i do have a new character whose name is Gert Dersh, a.k.a. Fear Lobe. So, currently working through his story right now.
2: Wait, the name you gave the character is
0: Gert... Gert
2: Dersh. Gert, Gert. Gert Dersh, a.k.a. Fear Lobe. You put in the a.k.a. That's what I'm trying to clarify. I did put in the a.k.a. <laughs> <laughs> great (laughs) that was the best answer and so
0: working through his stuff right now um but of course the true one thing that i need to talk about playing a little game that uh a while ago curtis got me for my birthday shout out to curtis (laughs) low uh regular listener of this podcast (laughs) and (laughs) Yeah, I, I started playing a game called Neon White. Uh, there it is. And let me tell you what a game. The hype is real for it.
2: It's so good. It really is it's so re- good.
0: It's so fun. <laughs> but let me tell you what makes this game a little better. Uh, I'm sure the people listening know, but I'm just going to give a, a brief recap. It's basically short speed runny type levels. You get guns that are cards. You can shoot the gun card or you can discard the gun card and use a different ability and basically find the fastest way to beat the level. What helps is that Paul Bills has already put a diamond score or an ace score, (laughs) the highest medal you can receive on every level. So when you beat one of those levels, you better believe I'm like, all right, I got to come back and beat Paul's score oh i love it (laughs) but what makes it even better is lo and behold a man named curtis low started this game as well
2: and regular listener of the show regular (laughs) listener of the show yes
0: he has been beating my times and it has lit a fire in my heart the overly competitive nature has come out of me Back and forth, seeing Curtis beat my score, and being like, "All right, I got to take an hour tonight to try to beat all these." I'm just I'm worried
1: now that I'm not going to finish this game because I'm going to keep going back to like the first chapter. <laughs> yeah, we're we going to those play those mission one. over and over and over again
0: <laughs> so many times. I will get to a point where I'm like, I want to beat more levels. And the main complaint that everybody talks about with this game is it's a weird anime story, which as of now, has not bothered me yet. I don't mind the story. I don't mind the characters. It's not something I'm probably going to remember, but I am I don't think I'll skip the dialogue ever. It and
1: is so, a weird anime story.
2: I've actually laughed at it a couple times, though, honestly. Yeah. And and that's my thing I tried to say back when I played it. I, I think you're supposed to laugh at it. I don't think you're supposed to take it as seriously as, yeah, it's completely as people ridiculous. are taking it. Yeah. Yeah. Like it knows it's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. If I
1: remember right, the what's his name? I forgot his name now. The other guy who made it. He made the the donut hole county.
2: Yeah. yeah donut donut county. county. What is his name? I can't remember either. Benesp- yeah,
1: yeah. Um I'm pretty sure he said in an interview that his goal was to make a game that middle his middle school self would have thought was really cool.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think and that that's was exactly what he said what was his goal.
1: Which that's what it feels like. Yeah. He's talked a couple times about, like, the main character talks a couple times about how cool his sword is, and there's right. just, just stuff in it. I'm like, all right, man, it is. A I can't believe and I'm I in the like right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and, like, and All the and voiceovers, it. the act, voice acting, so excuse me, it's so bad, it's good. Like, I don't know, they nailed well, the I'm... trope perfectly, I think, for like each of them. Yeah, it's hilarious to me. I
2: think it's probably. Fozzy D is one of the voice actors who's like known for. Oh my who goodness, is he? he is? <gasps> yeah. Who is okay, he? now I
3: have to play it.
2: <laughs> He's uh, Mikey, the, the cat. Oh, is that he? Gives you the, mm. Yeah. Which uh, cat? The, the three cats. The cat that gives you the missions. Yeah. You give you him cigars. cigars. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Got it.
3: So, which voice is it? Is it his movie voice or is it his nerd oh, voice? Oh, it's
2: like, no, it's. Uh, it's this is like, like a Brooklyn style a, guy. Yeah, right? it's like a grizzled cop voice.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. oh yes. It's um pretty funny. He does a great job.
0: But yeah, uh, I just want everyone to know who is friends with me on Steam and uh is listening to this. Now is the time to get Neon White. Yeah, white. yeah Gauntlet Throne. Because
1: <laughs> And if you're not friends with me. Like add me as a friend too, because I also want to see yeah, the yeah. scores and beat them.
0: Let's so let's get a let's get a really competitive <laughs> neon going. white leaderboard going on. We,
1: we can start a whole Discord channel,
3: just channel, for neon white. just
1: for neon white, <laughs> white scores. That so, reminds me, I'm yeah. throwing the idea around currently of
0: starting a Pokemon Discord for trading and such when Scarlet and Violet come out. So
1: uh, that's a
0: good idea. Hopefully that. That happens and I do that. <laughs> Hopefully that happens if I do that. <laughs> All right, Curtis. I think I've said my piece. There's not really much more to say unless you have more to say about it, but what's I mean, going on, Curtis?
1: I just like that. I I don't know. It's I was worried that it was gonna be hard to like find the best routes in that game, you know, for the levels. And I was gonna get overwhelmed by seeing other people's scores that are like ten seconds faster than mine but the game does a good job of giving you the hint and then you can go from there. And I've even found, I love,
2: I love the hint. Yeah. I think it's
1: so well done. It's really well done. And it's not like, like a big arrow shining the right way or whatever, you know, you hit it and then you're like, Oh, and then it clicks and then you figure it out from there. Like it's like one spot, like, Hey, try jumping here. Yeah. And then everything clicks and like the levels are designed super well. So when you do that, like, like i said it just clicks you notice oh if i jumped here then i can do this and go here and skip all of this completely and shave 10 seconds off my time it's wild so yeah i think yeah. it's the level design is really well done and also like the the minimalist graphics i guess of each level too because it's just like stark white buildings yeah. essentially which i think is really smart because otherwise it'd be too busy like the the visuals, I guess, the art style does a good job of making it easy to just focus on trying to go fast, you know. So I'm, uh, you brought to mind to
0: me. There's one level that I'm sure you've noticed where they do show the shortcut, but you also see a pillar that's technically not the shortcut, and you're you just learned the dash ability at this point, point. Mm-hmm. and you just know. Well, I see the shortcut, but can I dash to hit, to jump off that pillar and get an even faster time? And sure oh, enough,
1: yeah, I think I, I am talking about yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've noticed a couple of times where I'll see the shortcut, and then I'll either just go a little to the side or something and find just like shave off another half a second or something.
4: Yeah, 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 just
1: going just a little differently. And I've had a few times where I'll play a level and then notice like I think I can shave off some time here, and then find the shortcut just on my own before and. That's really satisfying to just figure it out like before we, the game ever, ever gives you a hint. It's really good though. Like even if people are worried about the over the top anime story, like you can just skip all of it too, you know. You can literally yeah. just go from mission to mission and then there's a skip button every time dialogue pops up. So you can just skip over it if you want to just play the game. So yeah. It's good. I like it. Yeah. Um, I will say the reason I bought this game is, one, it went on sale for like $5 off. And I was like, that's enough. I'll buy it now because <laughs> I wanted to play it on my Steam Deck. And I have completely stopped playing all other games to play this on my Steam Deck like as much as I can. <laughs> it's so satisfying to play on the Steam Deck. It's so good. Yes. it's.
0: I will, and I am doing mouse and keyboard.
2: Yeah. Oh, interesting.
0: Mostly because... I'm not good at first-person shooters, but and I'm not good at mouse and keyboard. But people say that that gives you the slight advantage. And
1: uh, I've had a couple <laughs> of levels it's I've not noticed true where for me, well, they do. It's pretty generous <laughs> the aiming. If you aim at demons that shoot at you or attack you, like you don't have to aim like right on them. It'll correct it for you, so you can just yeah, okay. shoot and keep going. And That's I notice right. on the balloon demons that you can jump off of that it doesn't do the auto-aim thing for some reason. So there was a level where I had to play it over and over again because I figured out the fastest way is to turn, shoot to the balloon demons instead of going and jumping on them and then going a different way completely. So it was so hard, I had the little pistol too. So it was hard to turn one way, get just two pot shots off and take those demons out and then turn around and jump. And yeah, so that was hard. With the mouse and keyboard, that would have been a lot easier. But so I've only ran into a couple of times where, yeah, it'd be nice to have a keyboard. I've also noticed sometimes when you're running through water and I'm using the joystick, it's super hard to run straight. <laughs> I don't know if that ever happened to you, Paul, but. Oh yeah. Sometimes no, I'm just true. like swerving just all over like, the place. Yeah, and like, I can't kinda, yeah. straight. and then, like you try to correct and you just auto or correct, overcorrect so bad. Yeah. But
2: it's thematic, you know, you're like slipping and sliding.
1: Yeah. You're just swerving all over the place. Um, yeah, no, it's a really good game. And the gifts that you can collect on each level, I think, do a good job of breaking up the speed running thing because then it's nice to just take a minute and see. And then it turns into like a yeah. puzzle platform where you see the gift yeah. like way up on this tower on the other side of the level and you got to figure out how to get all the way over there and what abilities and cards you need and everything to get there. So I think it's, it's a really well-made game. So, yeah. Anyway, that's not my one thing. Is that one your thing. one thing? No. Okay. I and want to go. talk more about the Steam Deck. <laughs> I have a lot to say about Not neon white thing. because of the Steam Deck, but guys, I, so I wasn't. Man, Steam Deck, guys, it's so cool. I love it so much. Um, I don't know what to say. It's so good. Um, I really like the button layouts. I forgot how much I miss because I'm so used to the Switch now and this little tiny Joy-Con joysticks and tiny buttons. I I missed like real joysticks and real buttons, you know? And like the triggers, like the build quality is so good on it. I don't feel like it's shaky, like anything. It's really good. But what the really exciting thing about it to me is what you can do with it. If you really want to, I've figured out so far how to get my Epic games library on it. Um, And I didn't even go all the way with it. You can get to the point where um, you download and install the, an app called the Heroic Launcher, and that'll allow you to access your Epic Games library, <coughs> excuse me, and your GOG library, which I haven't figured that part out for some reason. That's weird to me. Um, and then there's other ways you can get onto EA's Origin thing. And I think, what's the Ubisoft one? Uplay, um, there's a few other launchers that you can get to um, outside of like through the desktop mode. And there's ways you can also add those launchers to your steam so when you're in the game mode whatever you call it um the steam os you can actually get to those launchers through your steam which is really cool i haven't figured that part out yet um but that worked really well um and then i also figured out how to stream my playstation to my steam deck which is a game changer because now i can play elden ring on it without buying elden ring on steam so that's did that work pretty well it works pretty well um if okay. it was like a super intensive, like I don't know if I do boss fights or something, like, I'm thinking I'm going to have to do it on the PlayStation itself because there's, there, I noticed a little input lag, but it's not so bad that it's unplayable, you know? So if you're playing like an RPG or something or JRPG, um, it would work really, really, really well. Um, there's some settings you have to tinker with and whatnot to get certain things to work just right. But I don't know I was pretty impressed with how well that worked. So there's, there's just so much stuff you can do with it. I haven't started emulating anything on it yet. Um, I'm not really stressed about it because now I have all these games on there that I can play. And I'm like, I don't even know if I want to bother with emulating anything yet because I have all these other games I want to get through. So,
2: yeah. You have your actual Steam library. To I actually have yeah.
1: Steam library. And then I got my Epic Games library on there. I'm like, well, now I can play all these other games on there. So, yeah, the only issue with the Epic Games library on there is that it doesn't have the Cloud Sync. So I have progress on oh, uh, inscription yeah. and stuff that just won't carry over. So that's a bummer. But yeah, I'm, I'm really impressed with it. And I really, I'm just really happy with how it turned out. I'm really glad I got it. Um, especially now with the, uh, I don't know if you guys saw the Nvidia revealed the new, gra- new generation of graphics cards and how much they cost. Did you guys see that at all?
2: I saw it, but I don't remember.
1: Like, it's, they're stupid expensive. There's so much money. it's, yeah. You remember the price? Uh, I think one of them was, like, $900. And that was, like, one of the cheaper ones. $800, $900. Like, the majority, most of them, at least half of them, I think, were above $1,000. Wow. Like, it's, it's crazy how much they cost now, and apparently that's nvidia saying that that's going to be the norm moving on and it's like well that kind of sucks cuz that's just going to make it harder to afford a computer to play games on right but yeah the steam deck is here and that's really it's a really great option if you want to get into pc gaming without having to stress too much about it especially if you want to try pc gaming and you're like i don't want to go out and buy a full rig or spend a thousand dollars on a good gaming laptop or anything like that. Like, I just want to dip my toes in it and see if it's worth it at all. Like the steam deck is a really good option, especially now I saw that they bumped up quarter four now, like it's not even the end of September. And a few days ago, they announced that they finished all their quarter three orders and they're starting quarter four early. So like if you reserved one, you'd have one by the end of the year, I think, which is really impressive how, how fast they're getting these things out now so i don't know if, if anyone's curious about it like i i definitely recommend it if you want to try pc gaming because if you if you feel like you'll be overwhelmed that's fair pc gaming like there's a lot of tinkering and stuff you can do but with the steam deck it makes it really easy to just avoid all that you can just go buy some games um download them and just play them and not have to worry about any of that stuff like it's they've streamlined it really really well too but if you want to, you can do all kinds of other stuff with it. So, and I've been happy with this. I just got the 64 gigabyte model and then just got a extra micro SD card, <clears throat> put that in there. And I've been satisfied just fine with how much storage I have in there now and the speeds. It takes a minute to boot up games for the first time, I've noticed. But once, after you boot them up more than once, like they boot up pretty quick. And it depends on the game too. Smaller games boot up quicker than bigger games, which makes sense. But Yeah. Like it's it's a really impressive piece of technology. I really enjoy it. I haven't tried a whole lot of like mouse and keyboard type games. I did play roller coaster tycoon on there. And I'm like, this is kind of difficult to play because all I really had was the trackpad. So there's just a lot of moving the mouse and clicking that game. So it's hard to do anything really efficiently on there. But
0: that that is that was the one promise I remember you gave that you would play roller coaster yeah. tycoon on yeah. the <laughs> Steam Deck. Yeah.
1: And I mean, I technically did for a couple minutes. I feel like if I could get, I don't know, because that's the other thing. I could tinker with button inputs and say, okay, I hear the hotkeys for Roller Coaster Tycoon. Um, I'm going to just put these as the inputs for left trigger, left bumper, right bumper, all that stuff. So I can get stuff. And if you really wanted to, you could customize it to where it's a lot more playable if you want to tinker around with it. Like it's a really, yeah. I don't know. There's just well, a lot of potential in there. It's really cool.
2: You can download community layouts. Oh, I bet yeah. someone already has perfected the oh, I'm sure they protection have. layout. Yeah. They had
1: to have. That's a good point. So, anyway. I won't carry on too much longer. Just... Steam Deck's really good. And i now, would recommend it even like yeah i don't know i've i've tried some games that are like you know this game doesn't run on steam deck or whatever like it's unsupported or whatever it was tekken seven was one of them and i booted it up and played to the arcade once and worked just
2: fine like it's oh really yeah. i thought unsupported meant it just would not open at all
1: yeah i, I don't know maybe it's not online cheap. i don't know the yeah, halo I, yeah, the master chief collection is the same way it has the anti-cheat Stuff So you can't actually play online Halo yet, but you can play Uh, through all the campaigns if you wanted to. uh,
2: Um, I did not know that.
1: So I think for sometimes that's what they do. So that might be the same case with Tekken. I didn't bother to try playing online. I don't really have any interest playing Tekken online because I just (laughs) get wrecked probably. So yeah, even it's even worth just trying games that say they're unsupported or untested or whatever because they might... There's a, I feel like there's a solid chance that they're just going to run just fine. Right. So. Uh,
0: for the listener, if you don't hear from Curtis uh, from, for long periods of time, I just saw that he booted up Neon White on his Steam oh. Deck.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I was just checking uh, something. <laughs> he's probably
0: going to be uh, trying to beat some of my scores. So. Oh, man.
2: Just, just so you know. Beating scores live. Right I'm here on life. the podcast. And now
0: I feel like I have to. um all right let us get into the topic uh for today's show terry you are what some people may call a zelda enthusiast do you agree (laughs) or disagree
3: uh i think enthusiast isn't a strong enough word
0: (laughs) (laughs) so let's let's list some of your accolades (laughs) <laughs> you've got you've got a Zelda blog where you make recipes from Breath of the Wild.
3: I I do also discuss some very important Zelda related non-food topics.
0: Okay, what what just by title what are some of the topics you've uh, written about?
3: Um why I don't want them to make a game where Link is a girl.
0: Okay. Oh, okay. Interesting.
3: Um, It's because Zelda already has a strong female character And if they're going to make a girl version They should just make a video game about Zelda <laughs> Any, uh,
0: That is a good point Any opinions deep. on Linkle?
3: <laughs> yeah, I think it's uh, Is there a nice way to say I think it's really dumb? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you could say it's stupid
3: <laughs> yes, that's, that's my reminder. Nice.
0: <laughs> I all I remember is Linkle plays a huge part in the original Hyrule Warriors, and that was my introduction to her.
1: Is she really? Yeah. I thought she was just like yeah. kind of a fun little cameo not cameo because she was new, so she's not a cameo character, but just a fun little addition, I guess.
0: She was until Hyrule Warriors, I believe.
4: I yeah, I know that.
3: Yeah, I think she was supposed to be a throwaway character and then yeah. they were like, "Now nah, we'll give her some backbone."
4: Um
0: interesting. any other titles that you want to mention or
3: Uh I mean, okay. I think I think I talk about like The Case for a Hero, um which is kind of a push against the trend toward anti-heroes. Uh, okay. Uh, link is obviously a classic epic hero and so i i try to make a case for why epic heroes are still relevant today
0: that is uh i'm probably gonna go read that tomorrow (laughs) that is a that's a good one um and we'll probably get into this more but on the discord I believe you mentioned that you are currently playing through all Zelda games in timeline order.
3: Yes, I am.
0: Okay. And you have finished Minish Cap or?
3: Yeah. So I'm currently on Ocarina of Time. It's right before the timeline split. Okay. Yep. But this has always been a bucket list item of mine. And so I figured maybe I should try it before Tears of the Kingdom comes out.
0: That is, uh, well, we'll get, we'll get into that. Yeah. When we get into more timeliney discussion, but one more accolade. Oh, please.
3: <laughs> None of you except maybe Paul probably knows. I'm one of the really crazy people who got all of the Korok seeds in breath of the wild. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. I've, I clocked, I've clocked at least 400 hours in that game.
0: <laughs> that, that is impressive.
2: That is impressive.
3: That's
0: yeah, one that I, goes
2: on the tombstone, I think. I don't know if I know anyone else that has done that like personally. Personally, no, yeah. That's wild.
3: That's well, yeah. I'm crazy.
2: That's crazy. <laughs> well, uh, and you you also played Breath of the Wild like like well, I don't know if you quite did it like mowing a lawn, but you did it very thoroughly like going back and forth in every area, right? Like you yeah. you covered every inch of that map
3: yeah I don't know if I have any pictures still, but you know how you they added that feature where you can track your pro like where you've been mm-hmm. um, I literally covered the entire thing in green. I left no <laughs> portion of that map undiscovered. Wow yeah, that is crazy. yeah, it was um, pretty fun. I respect that thanks well (laughs) i'm not sure why but um, (laughs) but
0: listen to the show i think it makes sense
4: (laughs) (laughs) oh
3: i do have a screenshot but i i do have a screenshot i'll see if i can send it in discord
0: yeah please do
3: okay
0: while you're doing that um going around the room what's everyone's experience with zelda in general, just like a brief. One minute at the most. Kind of where are you at with Zelda, Paul, we'll start with you.
2: Uh Yeah, so I'm definitely. Playing from behind here on this particular episode, I hit the only Zelda game I have played like myself beginning to end is Breath of the Wild. I have played Ocarina of Time for several hours across different sessions and different systems, but I never finished it myself. Um, I played, I don't even remember which one had the gold cartridge. On NES. NES. I believe oh. that both NES games had the gold. They, okay.
3: They were both released in gold eventually. Oh,
2: okay. Well, one of those I played with, like, at my friend's house growing up. We didn't have you know, consoles and stuff like I've talked about many times. Um, But yeah, like, so I've always been aware of Zelda, um, loved Breath of the Wild, but that's like really my only experience, like thorough playing it myself and, and understanding it. Breath of the Wild is really my only experience. Curtis, what's
0: your Zelda experience? (coughs)
1: Pink. <coughs>
2: Excuse
1: me.
4: I have played all of the 3D Zelda games. I played, sorry, hold on. Excuse me. Um <laughs> I'm trying to remember what 2D Zeldas I've played. I know I've
1: played all the way through Minish Cap. Um is that the only one? I've played like Link to the Past and um like Oracle of Seasons or Ages, one of those two. I can't remember which one I had as a kid. Um, I played that one, though, and I played... Oh, I've played Link's Awakening. Um, I played the original a little bit when I was a kid. I was too little to really get out of... figure out where to go and what to do. But I played the remake. Um, yeah, so all, all of the 3Ds, Zeldas, And yeah, I think I've only played... Awake Link's Awakening and uh, Minish Cap all the way through for the 2D Zelda. I never played any of the DS ones. Um I think I played Four Link Four Swords Adventure one time with my friends. That's pretty cool. Um I think the first Zelda I played all the way through though by myself was Wind Waker, which is probably why I will one of my favorites. Um I don't know. I just really liked that one a lot. And yeah, that was about the when I, it came out when I was about the right age to actually play through a Zelda game on my own and figure it all out and just, you know, get lost in the adventure and everything. Um so yeah. Yeah, I guess nice. that's about it. Uh also Oh Young Link at- is really good in Smash too. <laughs> is one of my memes.
3: Yeah. Looking, looking at like your uh,
0: your image that you just posted, Terry. Very impressive. <laughs>
3: Thank you. Join
0: join the Discord if you want to see her oh, all gosh. green map. That's wild. Um, my experience with Zelda... Um, my cousin Curtis, who was sort of my intro to video games as a kid... had the NES Zelda and Link to the Past on Super Nintendo i have very vague memories of that um and then i remember playing ocarina of time at my friend john's house in third grade and i but i think i remembered the super nintendo one a little bit more fondly and eventually When I was a punk kid, I got an emulator and downloaded it. Nice. Um, And then I remember showing my cousin Curtis, like, check this out. And he was like, oh, I used to play that game. I don't think he remembered that. I saw that, but I saw him play. But it was uh, a very cool experience for me because he was like four years older than me. Or five years older than me. Um, And then eventually they re-released... Link to the Past on Game Boy Advance, and I probably played it on Game Boy Advance like who knows how many times. There was a point where I believe I had it memorized (laughs) where I would like know like the best routes and stuff and how to get the 100% completion and all that. And then from there, I got the collector's edition on GameCube, um,
1: beat... Ocarina of Wait, Time, the, Majora's Mask. Was that the? What do you mean, collector's edition?
0: It's not the, like champion edition or whatever that one was. Yeah. The
1: the one that Master was like a They had Ocarina of so, Time and maybe Majora's Mask, and then like a Wind Waker demo or something like that. Yeah, and the first two
0: NES Eldas. Okay, yeah,
1: that's where I played I, Ocarina of Time for the first time too.
0: Yeah, I did not get the pack-in though. I got that game by ordering it through Nintendo Power.
2: Ooh, cool. Which, uh, Ooh, nice. I, oh cool oh nice fancy
3: that a game alone
2: game. that alone is major cred yeah nice.
0: <laughs> i believe i got that and mario sunshine through nintendo power and got like a oh, wow. mario sunshine t-shirt or <laughs> they were the ways that i renewed my subscription to nintendo power
4: nice Which,
0: my mom asked me years later if she could throw them all away. And I said, yes. And I think about that often. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, and then I didn't really keep up to date with Zelda until breath of the wild, which kind of renewed my love for Zelda. I believe I own most of the, I think I don't own wind waker. So I have access to all of them except Mm. Wind Waker, but I'm waiting for them to do Twilight Princess and Wind Waker on the Switch, which I will play them. I beat Skyward Sword recently. I've played a few of the Game Boy ones. I've gotten really into some of the 2D ones on 3DS. Anyways, that's all too much information at this point.
1: (laughs) Did you say you played Twilight Princess then?
0: I started it when my computer broke. And I busted out the Wii I bought from you when you were getting married, and oh, yeah. started playing it.
1: Um,
0: and then my computer was fixed, and I kind of the Wii was kind of a hassle to get out again. And as I eventually got to the point where I, I'll just play it when it comes out on Switch, and hopefully it will. Yeah. Um. But yeah. I very much love the zelda games would everybody say their favorite zelda game is breath of the wild is one of my questions
3: uh, no uh, okay
0: maybe. we gotta know yes <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: i also say my favorite is breath of the wild it is just so good um but terry what's your favorite zelda game
3: um ocarina of time is my very favorite zelda game wait but i didn't get to say my experience with zelda
0: yes please say your experience (laughs) with zelda i apologize do
3: i get a turn (laughs) Um, i
0: i mistakenly translated talking about you liking zelda as your experience but that was very mistaken and i'm very sorry
3: it actually it it applies to why ocarina of time is my favorite so okay let's hear it um So the very first Zelda game I ever played on my own was Ocarina of Time. Um, And I was obsessed with it when I was a kid. I am pretty sure my very first crush was Link. (laughs)
4: Um,
3: Mike, I I have distinct memories of him being my very first crush. Um, And so... And I, you know, I was a kid and I would stay up all night playing Ocarina of Time just over and over and over again. We had other games and we had other consoles, but Ocarina of Time was the best. And I remember when um, Majora's Mask came out and my mom, I had saved up for it for a really long time. And my mom took me to the store and I bought it the day it came out. And I sat in our house, in our basement, played Majora's mask from start to finish in one day. And I remember finishing it and being like, that wasn't as good as Ocarina of time. Wow! And so every game after that was like, <laughs> was it as good as Ocarina of time? Wow. Um, I have played every console Zelda game. There are a handful of like the handheld games that I haven't played. I haven't played any of the Oracle games Um, And I haven't played Phantom Hourglass or Spirit Tracks. But I've played every other Zelda game.
0: Um, That's impressive. Yeah. Does that include Four Swords Adventures on the GameCube? It does. Okay. That was one that I also had and enjoyed. But it also kind of sucked that I played it
1: alone.
3: (laughs) Right? (laughs)
1: It was hard to play with people because everyone had to bring their own Game Boys and stuff.
3: I only remember
1: making that happen like one time.
3: I So I bought Triforce Heroes to play. I had a friend. Well, let me try again. John had a friend who was a really big Zelda fan. And so (laughs) I bought Triforce Heroes so I could play with him. And then he just like stopped playing as soon as I bought it. And so I had to play Triforce Heroes alone. And I was like, this is way lamer than playing <laughs> with Trevor would have been.
0: Yeah, I I had that one. And my best experience playing it was when I was waiting in line at Walmart to buy the Switch. And this one kid from like high school was like, anyone got uh, Triforce Heroes? And of course, everyone had their 3DSs. And
3: oh my a gosh. couple
0: of us played with this kid. and <laughs> It was a great time.
3: I love that story.
2: That's great. <laughs> oh, it yeah. wasn't a kid you knew from high school. It was just a high school kid. It was that a kid there. in
0: high school <laughs> who was there with his sister. <laughs> Him and his sister got placeholder tickets in line and his sister sold the ticket for a hundred dollars.
1: Oh my God.
0: Oh, so, oh, wow! But the, the kid was like, you could tell he was not budging on his, his switch.
3: <laughs> that is, so That's I wasn't, I wasn't gonna buy a switch i was like this is one console that i don't need it'll be fine i own all the other nintendo consoles <laughs> and then they announced that breath of the wild was going to come to the switch and i was like oh screw that i have to have a switch but by that point all of the pre-orders were sold out so paul did you help us with this or was it stan, we, it, was some, stan. it was stan so my little brother uh-huh woke up at like four in the morning to get in line at a GameStop for me. Wow. And that is awesome. I, yeah. And I came at because I had a newborn at the time. And so I came at like eight or nine in the morning and relieved him. And I got a switch and I got Breath of the Wild.
4: So <laughs>
2: it's a beautiful um, story. Hey. It is. And isn't it? you really you really made use of that gift. <laughs>
3: I, I really did.
4: <laughs>
3: yeah. So Ocarina of Time is my favorite. Breath of the Wild is probably second favorite, though Twilight Princess is a close second.
0: That is one I'm excited to play at some point.
3: Oh, it's so fun.
0: Um. So was your first Zelda game Ocarina of Time?
3: That I can remember. there okay. w- We had NES and we had an SNES, so there's a chance that I somehow had played um, Link to the Past and Legend of Zelda, but I don't think... Like, I don't have any memory of it. Got it.
1: All right. Well... Wait, hold on. Was anyone else like really scared of the re-deads in Ocarina of Time when they were a kid? Yes. Well, just curious. That's why I didn't finish that game for a long time because I'd always, I remember <laughs> trying to play it. That was like, I guess you could call that my first Let's Plays. I always watched my brother play it. But then I'd try to play it and then I'd get to, there's a part when your kid Link is in the graveyard. You go somewhere, I can't remember anymore, and there's re in there. And that yeah. was so hard for me to do that part. And then I remember finally getting over it, doing it, and then becoming Adult Link, and then running out. And then there's Redeads everywhere in Hyrule Town. And I'm like, nope, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it took me so long to play that game because of the Redeads. I hated those things so much.
3: Yeah, they were terrifying.
4: Um,
0: all right, Terry, you specifically requested... That we talk about some favorite stuff, and yeah. I'm excited actually to talk about this. So,
3: oh, okay, good.
0: Uh, we're going to
3: uh, go
0: around the room. I'm going to keep calling it a room. I know it's not a real room, <laughs> and we're just going to we're just going to say some favorites, and we're going to say the first three that were requested by Terry, and then we'll we'll maybe throw some some other ones in there. But first, we're going to start off with. Favorite dungeon, mm. uh, Terry. We're gonna start with you, the the Zelda authority.
3: Uh, well, I don't know if I'd call myself that, but <laughs> um, I my favorite. I think my favorite dungeon is the Water Temple in Ocarina of Time, and it's like everyone's least favorite dungeon, and <laughs> I loved it. Um. Because I liked the challenge of having to figure out how to raise the water levels appropriately. Um, but my other, my second favorite dungeon is the sky. I can't remember what it's called right now. It's in Twilight Princess, it's the sky dungeon. Oh,
1: with uh, the weird, what are the, yeah, weird, chicken yeah, with the things. weird chickens? Yeah.
3: yeah, with the human heads. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. <laughs> But that dungeon was so tricky to figure out. And so I loved it because it like challenged me.
0: That's awesome. I'll, I'll go ahead and go next. Um, very memorable. Uh, some honorable mentions, I guess, is the forest temple in Ocarina of Time
4: mm-hmm.
0: where you gather the ghosts.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: It's very memorable for me. Um, also... Any dungeon that uses the time stones and Skyward Sword, I really enjoyed the time mechanics and all that stuff. The boat. The boat's really good, yeah. Mm, yeah, the boat's a cool one. Um, but I feel like my favorite has probably got to be from Link to the Past. But it's hard to choose one from that too. Uh, because the the final dungeons are really fun, but another memorable one is the one where you save you. It's in the Thieves' Den, and mm-hmm. you like save the girl, and then you find out that she's a monster, and you have to fight her.
3: Yes, that was a classic. Fun list.
0: Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, Curtis, we'll go with you. <coughs>
1: um. trying to remember there's so many of them i would say i'll say top three in no order i did like the from ocarina times probably my the forest temple um i also really liked the ship in skyward sword (coughs) the time stones are a lot of fun oh hold on i don't know i really like the urn one though yeah i'm take that back i like the what's the urn one you remember that one ryan
0: uh, give me more details. Um,
1: it's in after you talk to the water dragon lady, and um, in
3: Skyward Sword. Yeah,
1: in Skyward Sword, and it's like an ancient. I think it's called the Ancient Urn or something like that. Uh, the oh, cistern,
3: I the think. Cistern. The cistern,
1: not urn. Yeah, cistern, yeah. yeah. Sorry. That one's really cool. I like the the, I guess the vibes, the theme of that one a lot. And yeah. going Is underground, the one and you, then climbing the little string, and then the zombie things come at you.
0: Yeah. Is is that the same one where it's got the uh, you have to fill the like frog statues with water to open the doors?
1: Yeah. Mm, is it? Isn't it? Oh I, mean, cause oh, I remember doing that in one of the volcano ones.
3: Yeah. Oh, yes. Nope. You're, you're, you're right. right. Yeah. You're right.
1: I only remember the volcano ones because of that. And then there's that one time where you have to jump and guess, not guess, but figure out where the hidden path is. And you like dive down. Do you remember that? Yeah, and I did they that. They say and it I multiple didn't...
0: times where it is.
1: Oh yeah, I don't. know. I can't remember. I just remember <laughs> jumping off and not using my parachute thing, and I thought it was really funny because I face planted, and then I perfectly slid into the room where I needed to be. So it was faster anyway. Oh, that's great. There you go. <laughs> um, oh, it was the third one. Now I can't remember. Oh, the I can't remember the titles of any of these temples. It's gonna drive me crazy. But it's the last. Is it the? It's not the stone temple in. Majora's Mask. What's the last one where you f- you just flip it constantly?
3: You oh. rotate the
1: whole thing. Is it? Is it not the stone temple? temple? Stone tower?
3: Stone tower. That sounds familiar. Is that what it is? Yes. That was I just a
1: really so. fun mechanic to rotate the entire dungeon and then figure out how to get from point A to point B now that everything's upside down. So that one was a lot of fun too.
4: Paul,
2: what's your favorite mechanical beast? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was actually gonna say I don't think it counts as a dungeon, but I really liked the is it the Yiga clan level of Breath of the Wild? I count that for sure. Yeah, where you like invade their their base basically and have to like get through it and it's like kinda stealth and I don't know. I just remember like That being one of the most intense parts of that game for me, just feeling like the most like stressed and like, I got to do this right. This is so dangerous. They're going to they're going to kill me instantly. I'm glad they did that in Breath of the
1: Wild, because I always I like that part in Ocarina of Time where you go through the
3: The Gerudos. The
1: Gerudos. Thank you. I can't remember any names about anything right now, but that and (laughs) then they did it in Twilight Princess when you had to go through, is it through Kakariko Village to save your friends or something like that? Uh-huh, yeah. It was a very similar thing. Yeah, I like yep. those kind of little segments they do sometimes. Oh, and the pirate cove thing in Majora's Mask. Yeah, they should do that more often. It's fun.
3: It is fun. It's
1: fun. Uh, question for you, Paul.
0: Are you familiar with kind of the general vibe of the classic Dungeon formula in Legend of Zelda? Uh,
2: kind of. Okay. <laughs>
0: like... It's pretty standard and maybe someone can explain it better than i can but essentially you go in and there's a bunch of locked doors and you explore solve some puzzles get some keys get a map figure out other places you can go some games feature the compass where you can figure out where like major stuff in the the map is and there's usually a boss key gets you to the boss and halfway through the dungeon you get an item that allows you to get to other port parts it's yeah. basically like a mini metroidvania right but it's one i remember
2: ocarina of time like the the bombs isn't that one of the mechanics yeah. to open up stuff and yeah, yeah yeah i should. remember some of these things yeah
1: Have you guys ever watched the Boss Keys YouTube series by Mark Brown from Game Makers Toolkit?
0: I have not.
3: No.
1: I would highly, if you're just interested at all about how those dungeons are designed, I highly recommend watching all of those. He went through and played all the Zeldas just to get to the dungeons. And went through and, like, talked about how they're all designed. And he goes through, like, this whole key and item thing. And then he starts, like, categorizing the different types of dungeons and the different Zeldas. Like, it's, I thought it was really fascinating.
4: Mm
1: -hmm. So I really recommend watching those videos because he's, I don't, he's not a, I think he's making a game now. But he just does, like, design video game design video essays, I guess you could call them. Um, but he got to the point where he was making maps and like graphs and like all like he got really into it. It's pretty, it was really cool though.
3: Oh, that is cool. That's awesome.
0: All right, let's go for favorite item. Terry, we'll start with you again.
3: Oh um. I think my favorite item is the Well, I mean, other than the bow and arrow, right? (laughs) But is the claw shot um, from Skyward Sword. I loved that you could travel, like, there was one on each hand, and so you could travel between two different attachable pieces, I guess. Mm -hmm. You know, they've got, like, the targets, and so you could travel between two targets without falling i don't know i just felt yeah. like that yeah. was a really clever well, have, mechanic yeah
1: i have good memories of the <coughs> that sky temple that you mentioned i had the parts where they're the plants that like hover yeah. and going yeah. like zipping from plant to plant in midair like to cross these huge huge chasms
3: yeah. yeah it was just a much cooler version of the hook shot
1: yeah
0: agreed and i'm gonna have to say any grappling hook hook shot claw shot how can you not say that they're they're some right? of the better ones <clears throat> i mean excuse me master master sword is up there for me of just like it's a sword that's traveled across the ages and is the same sword in all the games supposedly and and also I I kind of like how the hylian shield has become a thing at least in Skyward Sword and Breath of the Wild how it's like the the shield that's kind of hard to get but you know it's the like classic Zelda shield and so it's worth getting.
3: I didn't even think about those as items. That's interesting. To me an item was like the extra thing you pick up in a dungeon.
0: Yeah. That's true, but technically it is.
3: <laughs> well, you're not wrong. Like technically, you have to earn both of them in most of the games. Mm-hmm. I don't like you never start out with the Master Sword. I think in any of the Zelda games. Well, maybe just the original Legend of Zelda. But yeah, um, uh, don't you?
1: You can't you upgrade that sword in that game though?
3: Oh yeah, you can. Yeah, so you don't. You have to earn the Master Sword in every game. And I think in most games, you have to earn better shields, yeah, and so, yeah, that makes perfect sense. I've just never thought of it that way. I changed my answer
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Paul, do you have a
2: favorite item uh i i this isn't <laughs> an this isn't an item, but I don't know where else I would call this out. uh I really love. I guess, is it a cauldron that you cook in in Breath of the Wild? Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: The, the hey, pot. I it a skillet, maybe.
2: Yeah. Like, what is it? No, it, it is <laughs> a pot. A walk. It's not a skillet.
3: <laughs> it's, a a, it's a walk.
2: Yeah. It's not deep like a uh, pot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just really love the way the, like, ingredients bounce around and the little noise. Like, I guess, is it a song? Yeah. The, the sound, little I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. like no matter how many times I did that, I still enjoyed it. So again, I don't think it counts as a quote unquote item, but it is an object in Zelda that I really love. I I actually do want to change my answer to acorn. (laughs) Acorn.
0: (laughs) Uh, Curtis.
1: Um, I'm going to shout out two of my favorites that I just think are funny. Uh, I don't even remember what it's called. The Beyblade from Twilight Princess.
3: <laughs> what do you call <laughs> this spinning top thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: That <laughs> you use in, like, the one dungeon to fight the boss, which is a cool boss and cool fight. And then it's like, cool, and I can ride this around if I want to, I guess. Um yes. And then also the ball and chain from that game is really funny to me because he pulls it out of his pants, and it's just this giant metal ball on a chain, <laughs> and he swings over his head like a it's hilarious and then he just puts it in his pants and he's fine it's just really (laughs) funny to me that image also i forgot to mention that the dungeon you get or the dungeon you get the item from the yetis like mansion in the mountains
3: oh my gosh i love that dungeon that's a really
1: cool dungeon and deserves a shout out too just because it's such a unique one i don't think of another dungeon that has a theme like that at all but yeah those are two just really funny items to me um and then I'd say the most useful item is the bottle. Just an empty bottle.
0: Oh, that's a good one. The empty bottle. That's up there for me, too.
1: Also, oh, man, my favorite you... taunt in Super Smash Brothers is Young Link drinking his milk from his bottle.
3: <laughs> you guys are thinking like way outside the box on this. I'm like, oh, empty bottle. Duh. That's a really smart one, too. <laughs> um,
0: I also want to shout out the motorcycle in breath of the wilds dlc oh, I forget
1: that's a thing yeah i never played that yeah. dlc
0: i never used a horse again which probably is something that most <coughs> people don't say but i enjoyed
1: the motorcycle a lot i actually only think i used the horse once in that whole game no twice oh, wow! because i was required to use it for the last fight and then i was like what? oh yeah I forgot mm, that's i had right. this horse
3: <laughs>
1: i walked everywhere else in that game
3: Oh my gosh! So so paranoid,
1: uh, I was gonna miss something just riding by too fast. So I just stopped riding my horse.
3: No, I get it. I get it. I walked a lot of that game too.
0: Another great item: horse.
3: Ipona
1: horse. Uh, horse. <laughs> <laughs> um was right, a go. good one too. Sorry, you I can, know we uh, could go on to and on about
0: my good answer items.
4: Again. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the instruments are great. Um, all right, let's go to favorite non-link character. Ooh. Curtis, go for it. You sound excited about Sorry. this
1: one. Uh just Tetra from Wind Waker. Uh, I like yeah. her a lot. She's cool. Um also shout out to the little kid on uh forget the name of the island you start on that game that has he just has the giant the thing snot. of snot. Snot kid. You know,
3: he's a recurring character. He's in almost all of them.
1: Is he really? I've never noticed uh-huh. that.
3: Mm-hmm. There's always a giant snot nosed kid in <laughs> like in some town in almost every single one
1: I've never noticed that. I only remember him because he doesn't he like literally run into you
3: until I think you talk so. to him
1: like he just bounces off you and then runs into you and bounces off you over and over again. It's hilarious yeah but no Tetra's my favorite non-link character
0: real quick I'm just gonna go through a list of credits that I feel like need to be mentioned we've got the mask salesman oh. we've got uh that's a good one we've got Gro. I hate your design, Gruce, which makes you memorable.
3: (laughs) Gruce's design was the worst. (laughs) It makes him so funny. Uh,
0: The lady, you step on her flowers in Breath of the Wild.
1: Oh, yeah. That's
0: a good one. Uh, I
3: forgot about her.
0: Guitar Zora. Um, I like Sheik. Sheik is a a classic one. Weird rabbit guy from Between Worlds.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: I think those are that's uh. that's my
1: my oh, list. Don't forget say the mailman, oh, mailman. Mm. mailman's good. And
3: mailman's Beetle.
0: Good. Beetle is a beetle is a choice. good choice. Um, Paul. Do you got any?
2: No, no one has said mine yet. Really? All right, let's hear it. My favorite is Cass, the like bard in Breath oh, of the Wild.
3: I love oh, him. Yeah,
2: that's a good yeah, great yeah. pick great pick Cute. yeah his... uh, every single time i like heard his music and i was like oh he's here it was just <laughs> exciting yeah. every time
3: Cass's theme is so good i yeah. Im- immediately figured out a way to like play it on the piano
1: oh nice
3: <laughs> yeah because i loved Do we it we have
1: that on awesome. my favorites list the music
3: oh, i don't music. think we did but we could add mm. it Sheik is my favorite non link character
0: uh, we were just going to get into that Sheikah as in Sheik which Sheik. version of Sheik is that
3: Sheik oh no Sheik is my favorite character oh
0: sorry I thought you said Sheikah and I was like no, no, the no, one no. they based the slate off of No, Sheik
3: is my favorite character Sheikah is the tribe
0: that is correct yes, yes. <laughs> Um, a great pick Sheik just so cool Especially the reveal that she's Zelda.
3: Can you imagine a game that's from Sheik's point of view? It's Ocarina of Time, but just Sheik's point of view. That would be cool. Or similarly, like Skyward Sword, but Zelda. Because she has to go to all the temples. She has to perform all these rituals. She could be a really cool playable character in so many of the Legend of Zelda games, just like from her point of view. Mm
1: I I want a Zelda roguelite that's her in Breath of the Wild.
3: Right? (laughs) Could be really
2: awesome. Could be cool. Um, Is Hyrule Warriors the only game where Zelda is playable?
3: So a long time time ago, (laughs) there was a horrible, horrible, horrible decision by Nintendo to allow a third party to make a game, and it's called The Legend of... Link, yeah. Oh, uh, I've heard and about that. Yeah, I forgot. Wand
1: of Gamelon or
4: whatever.
3: Yeah, and you and so Link gets taken, and Zelda has to save Link, and it did so poorly. Most people pretend like it didn't exist, including Nintendo. <laughs> including Nintendo, <home> Nintendo. <laughs> refuses to acknowledge that it exists.
1: Also, a good I, YouTube video to look up is just those cutscenes.
4: Yeah, <laughs>
1: they're so funny. Oh, they're so bad great times i'm glad you shouted those games out because just watching youtube videos on those are fun because they're so bad
3: yes they were they were so bad i think they must have been hurting for money or something because yeah
1: i think it was a maybe a deal okay i'm gonna i'm gonna go off uh, yeah correct me if i'm wrong and i might yeah but i think it was when they were working with sony to create, like, the disk drive for the Super Nintendo or something, and then they backed out and did it with Philips, and then they decided they didn't want to do that either, but that was, like, part of the deals. Philips got to make a Nintendo game, so they told them they could make Zelda
3: games. Oh, maybe that is what it is. I'm not but I sure. I might be completely like wrong. Whole, yeah. I'm not sure the whole story behind it. I just know it was, like, a third-party...
1: Yeah, it was It was on the Philips CDI and Nintendo had literally nothing to do with it. Like, they had mm-hmm. no input whatsoever, I don't think.
3: No. Yeah. It, yeah, it was terrible.
0: Um, any other favorites stuff you guys want to shout out or any general Zelda trivia or anything before we get into the timeline?
3: Well, Curtis said favorite music and now I want to say favorite music real fast.
0: Um, what is the, what is it called? Is it, Seray's theme. What's that one?
3: Seray's theme.
0: Mm-hmm. Is, is that? Them it? Yeah, that's the. <digits>
3: that one. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Is that? Her yeah, theme? That's my I favorite. That was just the Lost Woods theme.
3: <laughs> oh, that is the Lost Woods theme.
0: Yes. Qué- then, N- I'm not thinking of Seray's theme. I was thinking of the song that I just poorly theme? sang. <laughs> yeah. I don't lost know.
1: Woods. <laughs> I think that's just Lost Woods.
0: I think of her when I hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, anyone else?
3: Um,
1: um, oh, you go ahead, there.
3: Okay, my favorite is Grudo Valley, closely followed by Kakariko. Grudo mm, Valley is a good pick. Like, like Grudo Valley is one of my favorite, just kind of songs of all time.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: And then Kakariko Village, the original Kakariko Village theme, not the one from Breath of the Wild, is up as well
0: good one um i just want to shout out uh artist joe holly who wrote a song called hoods in the woods and the back track of it it's a uh rap song but the the track they use is fair and woods from twilight princess
3: oh Hmm. nice
0: and it is a song Zelda esque song, I would call it. So that's fun. Shout out, uh, Paul.
2: Favorite Zelda song? This one, I I don't know enough. Um, would you say Cast Theme? I just there? Cass's Theme, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I <know>. But I <laughs> Which feel is like a great pick. there's other like iconic Zelda songs that I know I've heard, but I don't know enough to like call them out right now. But
3: but Cass's theme is a great pick, even if you know all of the other ones. So you're good. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Um,
1: my picks would be Dragon Roost Island from oh, Woodwaker. It's probably my number hmm. one. Um, I also Mariachi just,
0: Entertainment System does a cover of that one too. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, it's a good one. Um, I'd also say Song of Storms.
3: Oh, that's a good that's one. That's a good one too. Some great picks, Curtis. It's just really.
1: Zelda music is just really cool. I'd also recommend uh, what's his name, Kirk Hamilton. Um, I don't remember if this is his Strong Songs podcast or if this is a special Triple Click episode, but he did an episode about Zelda music and just he he's a musician and like taught music for a long time and plays all these instruments, so he just like dives in on why it's really cool. So, throwing other Zelda content out for you for all of y'all. For all of ye. For all of y'all. For
3: all of ye. All, all of ye. My new
0: favorite. <laughs> um I I that's what I heard Curtis say, <laughs> all of ye. And so, all of you. Um all right.
1: Oh 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 real quick, real quick, sorry. I know we're Please. really. Gonna, <laughs> You're but, good. You're um, good. I'm stopping us. Um is it Ballad of the Hero? Is that what it's called? or Ballad of the Goddess uh, in Skyward Sword.
3: Ballad Great of the Goddess. Too. Is that what it is? Great pick. That's a really uh-huh. cool
1: one. Um, you probably already know this, but in case someone doesn't, it's the Zelda's Lullaby backwards. Yes. And somehow it, just, it turns out super epic. Also, Zelda, Zelda's Lullaby bleh, is also really good.
3: It is a good one. Okay,
1: sorry. um I'll stop now.
3: The, the opening, so when you first boot up Ocarina of Time... Mm. The, the, like, piano. start screen, yeah, music that is also really solid. It's not found anywhere else. That's weird. Yeah.
1: So, they reuses, mm-hmm. Zelda reuses a lot of music, mm-hmm. which isn't a bad thing. It's just that's interesting.
3: No, I think it's great actually for a game that's supposed to connect. Which, hey, it leads us into our timeline discussion. But for a game that's supposed to connect, it's really clever to reuse themes because it creates familiarity within the world.
0: We that That's a hint for a potential yeah. segment coming up, actually. Um, <laughs> but where are we at on time, Curtis?
1: Uh, I'm so really sorry. an hour and 35 minutes in.
0: Okay, we got plenty of time then. To... Yeah. yeah, plenty of time. <laughs> So we we won't go too deep into the timeline uh cuz we've also got other things to talk about but I do want to mention uh this wikipedia and I'm just going to read this word for word the chronology of the legend of zelda series object of much debate among fans until an official web uh, uh, sorry until an official timeline was released within the Hyrule Historia Collector's Book, which was first released in Japan in December 2011. Prior to its release, producers confirmed the existence of a confidential document which connected all the games. Uh, Certain materials and developer statements once partially established an official timeline of the released installments, and then they kind of explain that timeline, but... I just think it's cool that before the official timeline, they had this secret document (laughs) that connected all of the games that they told no one about, I guess. Um, but yes, dark horse, uh, famous comic book publisher and kind of book publisher about various hobbies. Uh, released a book called his Hy- hyrule historia and many people it has a time chronicling the games one which many fans were divided about the fans were confused about um and then they released another book uh which didn't mention it and then they re- released in the uh legend of zelda encyclopedia which slightly altered the timeline and added the new games that had since released. And then Breath of the Wild came out and they said. Uh, I'll just read they they came out with a Breath of the Wild book as well, and I'll read the official statement in the book that says the kingdom of Hyrule has a long, long history so long, in fact, that the events that occurred leading up to its founding and in its early years have faded into myth. Hyrule's recurring periods of prosperity and decline have made it impossible to tell which legends are fact and which are merely fairy tale. Uh, however, it is the, an indisputable truth that Calamity Ganon attacked Hyrule and was sealed 10,000 years ago and that it revived one, 100 years ago in an event called the great calamity uh and they basically go on to say breath of the wild is so far in the future that who knows what the actual timeline is anymore Mm -hmm. but it does make it clear in the other books they have little blurbs which i won't read but they essentially say uh well i will read it because it's interesting in Hyrule History, it says, This chronicle merely collects information that is believed to be true at this time, and there are many obscured and unanswered secrets that still lie within the tale. As the stories and storytellers of Hyrule change, so too does its history. Hyrule's history is a continuously woven tapestry of events. Changes that seem inconsequential, disregarded without even a shrug, could evolve at some point to hatch new legends and perhaps change this tapestry tapestry of history itself so they basically wrote a failsafe in there saying hey don't get mad if you don't like
2: this (laughs) you can do whatever you want yeah i was gonna say they basically wrote themselves a blank check just like anything could happen at any time for any reason and it's okay
0: (laughs) but i i will say and we can say that the main timeline is There's a few games that happened, and then when Ocarina of Time happened, if you beat Ocarina of Time, uh, there's a timeline that exists when you leave as an adult Link, and there's a timeline that exists when you return as child Link. And then there's a third timeline, if you die in Ocarina of Time, that sets off a whole new separate set of events and these three timelines are kind of the branching timelines after Ocarina of Time and various games exist within them. Um, that's a lot of information to take in. I know, but what are your guys' thoughts on the timeline in general? Terry, you're playing the games in timeline order. So you obviously, it. what? what's your. Th-
3: so, I have a couple of thoughts about this. First of all, I love, I love that they say that some of this is legend and some of it is actual history because then it can explain games that like make no literal sense as far as a story arc, (laughs) like Triforce heroes, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. That, that story doesn't actually make sense in the grand scheme of an epic history of Hyrule. Um, or even four swords. Again, that kind of doesn't actually make sense. So I love that they say some of this is n- legend and it's okay if we make silly versions because not everything has to be serious. Um, there's There's also a theory out there. I don't know if you guys have heard this one that they're all the same story. Told from different cultural perspectives. And so just as most cultures around the world have a great flood story, there is a theory that like there's the, the timeline isn't actually as like timeliney as we think. It's more that it's the same story told over and over and over again from different From the perspectives of different cultures, which I think is an interesting idea, but I don't love it. But I think it's an interesting idea to think about. Yeah,
0: that is really cool.
3: Um, But I don't love it because I like things in chronological order. Uh, (laughs) uh, And so my only big major problem with the timeline is the hero is defeated branch. Because to me, like, I understand that there in some parallel universe, there is a way for the hero to be defeated. But the way these games are made, like, no one's going to give up after they die. And so it doesn't make sense to have a branch where Link fails. Because then you have a branch where Link fails in every single game. Like, Mm -hmm. why? Why is there one specifically for Ocarina?
0: Yeah um i guess it's also important to mention that the game uh, the timeline they created say that there's a legend where there's a hero a uh what do they call the princess in each one
3: the chosen
0: yes the I goddess yeah the goddess. vessel yeah um and an evil guy i forget what they call him too but It's mostly Ganon. <laughs> um but uh each game is ye- like sometimes hundreds of years apart um rarely is it a direct sequel but those exist as well um and it is a different incarnation of these three beings so a different link a different zelda different ganon
3: yeah, and I feel like that actually really separates out the ones that fit in the timeline versus the ones that they've kind of shoehorned in. Because, um, like, Minish Cap has Vati. I, I'm, Is it Vati or Vati? Does anyone actually know?
1: Uh, I always pronounce that Vati.
3: Vati, that that's how ways. I pronounce yeah,
1: it. I same, yeah. but no one actually knows. You're right.
3: Okay, but at least we're all on the same page.
0: Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> Where Vati feels like this alternate character that doesn't actually apply. Cause even in um Skyward Sword, they kind of hint at the fact that Demise is what possesses Ganon and their like Ganon and Demise eventually become the same. And so there's this like co cohesive link between oh, Zelda. Oh, sorry. There's this... Co- oh, Link, right. Yeah, I, mean, ha- I didn't yeah. even notice. <laughs> there's this cohesive link between like all of the Zeldas, all of the Links, and all of the Ganons. And so whenever there's not one of those three players, it feels like it doesn't fit. That
1: kind of buzzed yeah. me out, though, because I really liked Vati. I just, I don't know. It was always cool to me when there's a different villain besides Ganondorf. Yeah, that's so true. Dravati with I thought was really cool just because he was different. And yeah. uh, what's his name? Zant in Twilight Princess. I thought that was really cool.
3: Oh yeah. But Zant but then, oh, yeah. Well, Zant feels different because it's not Oh, I guess yeah, I have never really thought about that. But Zant because to me Zant felt different because he wasn't he was trying to bring his parallel universe into his realm into Hyrule. So mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't the classic story of like Ganon's trying to get the Triforce. It was this kind of alternate story of what happens within Hyrule of, of other things that can happen in Hyrule. Yeah.
1: Which I think is cool so maybe, when they explore that kind of thing.
3: Yeah. So maybe I should take Vati as that too, where it's this alternate where they're not necessarily trying to get the Triforce, they're just trying, even though he specifically is trying to get the Triforce. <laughs> um, <laughs> but maybe it's more of an alternate history of Hyrule. Well, you know, it makes sense,
1: because you, you imagine that there's a legend of the Triforce, like other evil dudes are going to try to get it besides just Ganondorf, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. Like an fair. evil
1: wizard trying to get an all-powerful relic. Makes sense.
3: yeah as much as
1: a guy named Ganondorf coming out of the desert makes sense to me too. Like (laughs) it's surprising that that doesn't seem to happen more often, you know?
3: Yes, that's fair.
0: Um, real quick, my thoughts on the timeline. I love it. And I, I'm a sucker for more information and also people attempting to, take existing things and make them seem like one thing and like no matter how bad a Marvel comic is, I enjoy reading it knowing that some writer, if it's bad, has to make it good later on down the road. Or I enjoy watching the star Wars prequels, knowing that it's just more star Wars information that even if it's bad, it's like what other people have to build off of, uh, <laughs> yeah. in the future. And part of me likes the challenge that it gives other artists, but another part of me just likes like worlds that have been built. And then there are just being vast amounts of information that you can connect and, like, that's uh, like it's ex- playing the Resident Evil games, knowing that, like, you're playing in this weird village that seems to have no connection to the other ones. And then all of a sudden, you let mention the corporation. And I just love, like, connections like that. And the Zelda timeline is more exciting to me, in particular, in the sense that it can shift and move and. There's, like, they've given you enough information to create, like, thousands of more theories. and But it, they also give you, like, a, a good starting point of, like, hey, if you want to play in this order, it's a fun way to play. Or, like, here's, here's the games that are direct sequels to each other, so make sure to put these ones back-to-back and stuff like that.
3: Well, and one of the other fun things about having a timeline is that... A timeline like this where we don't know how long it's been between games is they could create a game that fits in between games that already exist yeah they could create something between Majora's Mask and Twilight Princess and it would be totally fine uh yeah. I'm with you Ryan I so I will frequently say that stuff like Choosing between this is like trying to pick your least favorite Zelda game. I don't have I don't hate Zelda games like I love every (laughs) single Zelda game. And so when I'm trying to do this where I'm like, well, I kind of don't like this. It's because I'm nitpicking. But the reality is I love Zelda and I will eat it all up. Just give me all the Zelda.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Paul and Curtis. Do you guys have thoughts on the Zelda timeline?
2: Yeah. Uh, I just want to shout out before we get too far away from it that. Ryan, the attitude you described of even if it's bad, I'm excited to see what other artists do to make it good later. That has to be like the healthiest fan response I've heard in years. (laughs) Like, someone teach Star Wars fans how to do what Ryan just said.
4: It's funny because
2: I feel like it's happening in Star Wars.
1: There's a lot of cool, Uh, like, republic stuff that's happened from the terrible prequels.
3: Oh, I'm sorry. You mean, like, Clone Wars? My favorite thing in the world? Yeah. Clone Wars (laughs) is great.
2: So, I I mean, if only everyone could have had that attitude about The Last Jedi or whatever. (laughs) Like, whatever they feel like they hate. But they could have just been like, "Well, someone will make something I like out okay. of it later." <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, there was something else I wanted to talk about, but I, mean, I forgot now. Curtis, what are your thoughts? No, I don't know. <laughs> <not gonna> remember. <laughs> now I'm
1: holding think. back all my opinions about the Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. Um, <laughs> I think the Zelda timeline is a cool idea. I just have issues with it because it feels like like that this was never the intent, you know. And then it's trying to take it just made it work. Trying to just get everything into a spot that makes it work when that was never the plan, you know.
3: Well, apparently it was the plan according to that secret document that they have.
1: Apparently there's a secret. I forgot about that.
0: Well it's I
1: don't
4: know.
0: (laughs) Reading further into that. Uh From what people have kind of gathered, I guess I could just read the original timeline. uh, Looks like it was. Zelda 2 was direct sequel to Legend of Zelda. Then Link to the Past was a prequel to those two games. uh, Which is directly followed by Link's Awakening. And then it says Ocarina of Time was a prequel that was many centuries back. Um, And it was meant to implicitly tell the story of the imprisoning war, the manual with Majora's Mask directly following the ending. And then Skyward Sword was the prequel to Ocarina of Time. And Twilight Princess was 100 years after Ocarina of Time. So there wasn't really a split uh, branch, uh, except for, I guess there was. Reading even further, I didn't really research this very well. But Wind, Wind Waker was the split, split branch. And so there was, uh, in your perfect world, there was no uh, death timeline, Terry. And yeah. for, but this is all speculation, uh, from yeah. what it seems, is that they did have a split timeline, and Wind Waker that split, but the rest of the games fit into one timeline together.
3: I mean, it feels like they kind of did that. I described, I'm looking at the timeline right now that I'm tracking my gameplay on and that's how they have, like the heroes defeated uh, branch. That's exactly what you describe. And so it sounds like they kept a lot of that original idea and they just chose to split the timelines to make sure that their original ideas all fit
4: yeah
0: which is interesting and it's interesting that there was it kind of seemed when skyward sword came out the hyrule historia came out soon after and it kind of seemed like a plan they had of skyward sword is going to establish this timeline Mm -hmm. that we just created and then There was backlash to it. And then Breath of the Wild did the opposite of, well, this game is 10,000 years in the future. (laughs) It doesn't doesn't
4: matter anyway.
3: (laughs) I think it's the most clever reset the timeline I have ever heard for any. Everyone always uses like time travel to attempt to reset timelines and just saying this is 10,000 years in the future we're moving forward from here. I just feel like that's really clever.
4: Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, uh,
2: I, th- I remembered the other thing I was going to say. Uh I was going to say that I like some of this is legend and some of this is true as an alternate um explanation to let you do whatever you want, rather than the current trend of it's a multiverse. Oh
3: yeah. yeah. That's
2: true. I like their, I like there being, like, something true or, like, something that's the backbone or, like, the reality. Multiverse just makes everything feel like nothing really matters because we can just trash this and go to another multiverse universe, whatever we want. Like, if we screw this up enough, we'll just say, well, anyway, all the comics or all the stories or all the movies are now in the next universe and so forget everything we screwed it up too much but saying like some of this is true and some of this is legend lets you like have stakes still while still being able to do silly stuff yeah
3: yeah Yeah. i love that
0: um all right we're not going to talk too much about it but i do want to kind of end with do you think with the impending release of tears of the kingdom just announced recently, do you think that is going to be Nintendo's kind of response as the timeline no longer matters at all? Or do you think they're going to delve into the timeline? uh, Do you guys have theories about tears? of? I personally think that, there's a lot of Skyward Sword imagery in Breath of the Wild, and it seems like they're leaning heavily into Skyward Sword-type stuff in Tears of the Kingdom. And so I can't help but wonder, are they going to try to connect this to Skyward Sword in some way, or is it going to be similar of, this is vaguely connected to all Zelda games, that doesn't matter, or... Are they coming back to the timeline? What do you guys think?
3: Uh so I have many thoughts on this.
4: Please give us uh, all of them.
3: Shocker, right? <laughs> 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 so one of so my brother and I, my brother is Stan. He is an almost equal Zelda fan to me. <laughs> um I would say he knows as much as I do. Uh he doesn't play it as often, but he knows as much as me. Um So we've, we've discussed this and I think that, um, they're going to bring it back into the timeline of, they're not going to disregard it entirely. I think it's going to obviously take place after Breath of the Wild, but they're going to tie into the earlier games because there's not only Skyward Sword imagery, but there's also Twilight Princess imagery. Um... It looks like there's some reference to uh, Wind Waker in the trailer and possibly some Ocarina of Time reference. And so I wonder if they're just going to bring little pieces of the earlier games into it to say, look, we didn't retcon this entirely. We're still a part of the same timeline, but we do want to move forward. And so that's my thought is they're going to have pieces from all of the different from from the kind of their main games. However, having said that, I think they are going to tie it a lot more heavily into Skyward Sword simply because it obviously looks like they go back to the sky. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there is that kind of hard then. to ignore.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think you will find the Dark Horse encyclopedias in Tears of the Kingdom, and then your
2: Switch will blow up once you find them. (laughs) (laughs) And then Um, you'll be emailed a PDF document, and that is the game.
3: (laughs) 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 Along with an NDA that you have to time.
0: Curtis, Paul, any theories, (coughs) any timeline uh, Tears of the Kingdom related things you want to talk about
2: well not that nintendo always does what the world does but i want to just throw out there that um fire emblem that's what i'm trying to think of the name of the other franchise fire emblem seems to be really obsessed lately with it, this new Fire Emblem game is actually about the old Fire Emblem games. Um, so, like the heroes you loved from past games, they're here now. And we're going to find reasons and excuses to do that. And, you know, crossovers and nostalgia and references and cinematic universes, like these are entertainment mega trends right now. So, It would make sense to me for Nintendo, especially after the success of Breath of the Wild, to be like, this is going to be the Zelda. Like, this is going to be everything. We're going to remind you how much you loved all these old games. And all the new fans who didn't play the old games, we're going to give them a reason to play the old games. Let's let's tie it all together, you know, very explicitly, very, um, I don't know, obviously let's do it. So I wouldn't be surprised if they did that. I don't know if they will. Like if it were, if, if Ubisoft made Zelda, I would say a hundred percent. That's what's going to (laughs) happen. But Nintendo doesn't play by the rules.
0: (laughs) That would be great story wise as well, and like even playing into something like this is the hero of time let's this is also the game that converges all the timelines together yeah, and but, makes it like more cohesive as a timeline.
2: I don't think they're gonna go full like no way home, and you're gonna have a screen where you see every version all of all the. <laughs> Yeah, and all the yeah. Zeldas and all the Little links. Like, I don't links think
0: runs they would there. ever
2: do that. Yeah, that but as far as like... would be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: okay. And then every once in a while one would reveal themselves to be a myth that disappeared. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's like, I was never really here.
3: <laughs> then they just except, vanish.
2: <laughs> yeah, except like none of them talk, right? So that doesn't really make sense yeah, either. Right.
3: It's, it's their like companion that says it right yeah. so, right it's like midna <laughs>
0: <laughs> or they just look sad and go
3: hi <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs>
2: or like like a term, like, Hi-ya. Hi-ya. <laughs> and they, like expire. <laughs> <laughs> right anyway so i don't think they'll do that but now the more we talk about it maybe <laughs> <laughs> but i I like the art on the wall, I think there will be it would be it would make sense to me to like have them really lean into that and like have that be a major plot point of like learning all the old legends and like maybe there's secrets in the past you have to discover to defeat Ganon this time or something like
3: that. Oh, snap. I like that idea.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, the the timing seems right, but. Again, Nintendo never plays by the rules, so who knows? (laughs) It
1: could have nothing to do with any of that. I personally think that Nintendo's not worried about the timeline, (laughs) like at all. (laughs) That's my personal. I've always felt like each Zelda game, it feels like they come up with a new concept they want to explore gameplay-wise, and then Mm -hmm. the story gets gets built around that. That's what it always looks like to me anyway i don't know how true that is um but it just it makes sense to me like you know like ocarina of time has the time travel stuff wind waker it's like what if with zelda but we have a boat you can sail around breath of the wild it's all about exploration like they you know they focus on the gameplay element or concept that they really want to explore and then they find a way to build the story around it which i feel like is why sometimes some of the stories in zelda aren't as exciting as others you know like some i don't know i don't i don't really play zelda games for the story as much as just for the gameplay and like the world that it's in so i don't that's the way i think nintendo looks at it but that doesn't mean that because obviously that can be easily wrong right (laughs) so i just i don't really think that they're worried about that but I mean, the games that I use examples like Ocarina of Time and Wind Waker, Twilight Princess 2, I feel like has the whole Twilight era, like Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone? What was it called?
3: The Twilight Realm.
1: Twilight Realm. Twilight Zone something different. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I just, I don't know if they really stressed about the story as much. But maybe things, and if that was true, that, that could have easily changed. And like what Paul was saying could be what they're worried about now. So who knows, but yeah, I, I... I'm not really worried about it. I just want a good Zelda game and taking the world map that they already had and expanding it with stuff in the sky and maybe underground too, if they do, I don't know, that first trailer they revealed with the like undead Ganondorf was super cool. And I would like the idea of going underground as well as up in the sky and just having, you know, all of that to explore. That makes sense to me gameplay wise to expand it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I I do agree with you, Curtis. I I would like more connection to the timeline, but I do think that Nintendo's not too worried about it. But my I think the long-standing people who have worked on the Zelda games, like IG Anuma. Mm-hmm who's like worked on almost every major 3D Zelda game, maybe of them um, and other Zelda games. Yeah, that's true. I feel like he's someone who does care to it to an extent. And I think that was kind of what Breath of the Wild did, where he put tons of references to all the games. And I think that kind of built out the world naturally. And I I kind of feel like in general of... Yeah, the story's not great on paper, but the characters and the landscapes and the music, those are all the great things. And they kind of like build this weird story in your head that you make up, but also kind of works when you cobble together a timeline, I guess Mm -hmm. that makes it exciting at the same time. But I also would not be surprised if they were just like, Oh, yeah, we forgot about the timeline. Here's a fun game.
1: <laughs> yeah. You make a good point, though, that... Oh, Numa, is that his name, right? How do you pronounce his name? Um, I could not I tell think, you. I pronounce it the best of my ability. <laughs> but, yeah, you make a good point that he's kind of, like, been leading this all the 3D Zeldas for so long that he could easily have a personal interest in helping the stories converge in some way. So, I mean, yeah, that's a good point. Because really, like... When you think of all the Nintendo franchises like Zelda is one of the ones going back to like the gameplay thing I was talking about. I think that's the one that kind of lends itself best to having a good story, you know, because if you look at something Mm, like Mario, Mario, you just go and jump on stuff and it's a lot of fun and they do it really, really, really well to the point that the story is not really important, right?
0: And yet sometimes they decide to fake out that Peach is Bowser Jr.'s mom.
1: It's true they do decide to do that sometimes and did that go very well no um but like just the gameplay wise of like what zelda is it's an adventure game you know like you got to have a reason to go out on an adventure and fight monsters and stuff you know mm-hmm. so i think that i mean i guess fire emblem obviously is a great way to tell a story to that type of game but like know zelda lends itself to that really well so i could see that at this point they're looking at the past zelda games and like even if it's just for like you know we had really cool elements from different games like i would love to see more wind waker-esque type of like elements in a new zelda game i would love that because i really liked being able to sail around on the talking boat and you know and like discover cool stuff on islands (laughs) um so i think it'd be really cool if they brought something in from Wind Waker into the new Zelda. And if they bring in story elements too, like, I think that's really great. I don't know. I feel like I'm talking in circles now, but (laughs) yeah.
2: All good stuff though. Um, all right. I have a question, please. Does the timeline or like fan theory or official do anything to explain the different art styles? Like, no. I guess the theory Terry mentioned of, like, it's different cultures would would explain that.
3: Yeah. Right, yeah. The other theory that I have heard and ruminated on is because they take place so far apart. Like, if you think about humanity, art styles changed as humanity grew and developed and changed.
4: Right. Okay. And
3: and so it's it's a similar thing, right? Their art style changed and grew and adjusted. I mean, there's like a neoclassical style where they go back to feeling a little bit more like Ocarina of time. They did twilight princess. They've got that more, I don't know, cartoony anime style, which became Mm -hmm. very popular in Japan, but it didn't start that way. Um, you know, so it it could just be easily explained by as society changes, All our right. art I... also changes.
4: And that's
2: how it was depicted at the time. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I am looking through the book to see if I could find anything at the last second, and I could.
1: <laughs> Here's a time uh, question I have didn't just pop out. So if. Breath of the Wild is ten thousand years later than like the other most recent Zelda game, and then there's all of the years behind that back to Skyward Sword. Why does it feel like technology has only started to progress like right up to? Well, even then, it says ancient technology. I don't know. The technology thing is weird to me. I don't know. That's I don't know.
0: I've
4: that's a silly I've seen that.
0: In a few sci-fi stories where there's, like, the ancient race who is way more yeah than our current uh, standing, and we find snippets of their motherboards and stuff like
2: that. Snippets of their motherboards. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it could also be that they... Oh, what's that game that everyone loves, that John loves? Like, a Horizon Zero Dawn.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Situation, mm, <laughs> the situation yeah. that everyone loves.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Everyone um, loves Horizon Zero. Yeah. Ever,
3: ever, doesn't everyone love Horizon Zero? <laughs> I really liked it, yeah. <laughs> So uh, um that I I couldn't love it. It felt too much like a Breath of the Wild uh ripoff and it came out it
2: <laughs> three days before
4: it,
3: Okay, but
4: yeah. So who's ha- ripping but, off who? But
3: how much further down the road did it start getting designed? Yeah, because I don't know. So much- this is actually a frequent argument in our home <laughs> <laughs> um, of who stole from who. Uh, and I'll tell you that I'm right. And John, right. <laughs> he's going to well, love hearing that tomorrow. Spoiler
2: alert. We're having John on here next week. So we'll see <laughs> what he'll defend.
4: He defend and himself he,
3: then. He's for sure going to listen tomorrow. So, that'll be fun. <laughs> um, but it could be a situation like that where technology developed and advanced and then society collapsed. And so they don't have it yeah. quite as good. And in, our own i keep bringing it back to like real history but in our
1: real <laughs> history
3: you know technology only took what 200 That's years a good point.
1: yeah to like it's take only take off
3: yeah so we had so centuries century,
1: it's we've had cars and then tvs and computers and radios so like, yeah
3: right and, and then good point. and then all of the centuries before that had basically nothing
0: yeah inside. i mean I personally believe the dinosaurs had gaming laptops, but that's <laughs> my own theories.
1: Couldn't save them from that meteor or asteroid <laughs> or whatever it
0: was. Um, any final thoughts about Zelda in general, about any we've talked about uh, before we go into a little game? Everyone still has time. I know it's late,
4: but... <laughs>
3: Uh, thanks everyone who is still listening for l- yes. listening to me talk about Zelda for two <laughs> hours.
2: <laughs> You're the real ones.
1: I would also clarify um, that I do think the timeline is a cool idea. For some reason, I just have a hard time with it, and I feel like I'm just being grumpy about it. I can understand why people like it.
0: I I, I, feel I like do I'm feel often like
1: often the the cynical one, maybe the, the, just I don't know no the grumpy you're a very positive man
0: curtis
4: <laughs> don't like these. Um,
0: i i do think the general vibe is people don't care or don't like it from what i've gathered
4: yeah
0: um but i think the people who do like it have adopted it as the true the one timeline uh, exactly yeah.
1: <laughs> um Maybe it just feels weird to me that, like, I don't know, it makes sense for me to to see fans, you know, looking at all the games and trying to arrange everything into a timeline. Like, that makes sense to me, but almost feels like Nintendo's like, we should try that. And then they tried it, <laughs> and then all the fans are like, well, I, don't, I don't know, actually. They're wrong. Like, that's what it feels like. It's he almost like it Nintendo's wrong. like, hey, <laughs> let me throw my hat in the ring with you guys. And everyone's like, hold up. Why is there? Like a, why is it split in three ways? Like you know, maybe that's why it feels weird to me. I don't know. I don't know. I can't put my so, finger on it.
0: Don't quote me on this. There is a Mario encyclopedia. Did they attempt to do a timeline for Mario games? There, or? Oh
1: no!
3: I, I don't no think they
0: did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we won't delve into that right now, I'm <laughs> right now. Yeah. it's it's oh, something no. I'll look into, oh, yeah, no. you could look at,
3: but I will say, Curtis, in response to what you've said <laughs> i this is something John and I talk about a lot um, the idea that fans have that they own the content that they love, and mm-hmm. it's it's kind of a problem just across all fandoms. Right. And so yeah. like Paul said, if the creator does something the fans don't like, they've decided the creator has done it wrong as opposed to <laughs> they've just created it in their head wrong. Yeah. Right. Cause the creator owns the content. They can do whatever they want with it. You are living in their world. They aren't living in yours. And so I, if like, if we could all just adopt a more open idea of like, thank you for giving us, Zelda, rather than Zelda is ours and you owe us, um, we'd all be a lot happier. But, I Mm. mean, about every (laughs) fandom, right? Like, thank you for giving us Star Wars. We recognize that we don't own it. Thank you for giving us Star Wars. (laughs) Or, you know, whatever. whatever. Like Ryan
2: said, I can't wait to see what other artists make of this and make it
3: better. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Unfortunately, I think the Reality is people are saying, "Hey, give us Star Wars." <laughs> right. In a different sense of, we're gonna complain until you let us make Star
3: Wars. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like in regards to the timeline, that's if if Nintendo threw their hat in the ring and were like, "Hey, this is our idea for the timeline," then people should be like, "Yes," because it's yours because you are it's Nintendo.
2: Your yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>, thing. <thanks.
3: laughs> so. That's just my final thought on that. And yeah, my very good, final. I like oh, it. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I appreciate
2: very, it. I like it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and my very, very final thought on Zelda is as long as Tears of the Kingdom has some actual dungeons.
4: I'm going oh, to be very, yeah. very pleased.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That was my number one complaint with Breath of the Wild. No dungeons. There. Eh.
2: All right, and I just it. my final thought is I take it back. And if there's not a link, no way home. All the links together <laughs> in Tears of the Kingdom, I will riot and I will break my switch.
1: So just uh, just go play Hyrule Warriors.
2: Uh, that's a good point. I guess that is what that game
1: is. Uh, yeah. I think that's basically what that is. I've I never played it, but um, all
0: right, that was our discussion of Legend of Zelda, and it's many things (laughs) i have shared my screen with you guys are you guys all watching it i am now okay (gasps) we're going we're about to play a game
3: oh my gosh i think i'm gonna love this game
0: (gasps) (laughs) maybe we'll see
3: (laughs) okay okay okay
0: (laughs) we're gonna play a game called sound sleuths Uh, which may become recurring may not we'll see (laughs) i have a list of or a bunch of mp3 files of item fanfare sounds from different zelda (laughs) games and i'm going to play them for you all and you are all going to do your best link shout to call in (laughs) and guess what game this is from
3: Link shout, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You
0: just gotta go. Your like, favorite, ah, link
2: ah,
1: shout.
3: Ah, yeah. I've yeah. always liked
1: the tech from Ocarina of Time. Hey, the hey. Link. I don't know hey. why that one's funny to me.
0: Those all work, tech. <laughs> and we'll go off of my internet speed, whoever I hear first. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I will play a few of the, I'll play one, and then whoever calls in first, you guess what game this is from, okay. And. Uh, each person will get one guess, and if no one gets it, we'll we'll decide from there if we want to give people other guesses or. The rules are still still being formed as we speak. <laughs> Did that make sense? Do the, do the rules are they clear? Any questions?
3: Yeah, but now I just feel real nervous. <laughs> <laughs> also, want okay. to. A- Completely unrelated note. Ryan, Elizabeth Cotton was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year.
1: That
0: is uh great news. You can see part of my music library in screen. <laughs> I realize, but she is that guitar. That is it just puts you in the right mood anytime. That's all I'll say. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. I'm gonna play this first item fanfare right now and you must guess what game this is from playing in three two one i can play it again too
1: uh, all right curtis i'm gonna guess Link's awakening
0: curtis you're on the board with one point oh man (laughs) did you know that or did you guess
1: or did you it was, it was, it was use an context educated clues. guess? Alright. So yeah, it sounded yeah. old school, obviously, but I was like, it sounds like a Game Boy. Like an old Game Boy. So
0: Alright. Gonna play this next one.
3: Oh, um cat? All I right.
4: Goofy. Is that
3: is that Twilight Princess.
0: It is Twilight Princess. You're on the board, Terry. Whew. Whew. All right, we've got one to one. cur or Paul, you uh, you're behind, but you could still. Yeah, there's no j-
2: way I'm winning
4: this. <laughs> He's, gonna <laughs> He's gonna get, get that, that uh, cooking jingle. <laughs> um, all
0: right, next item, fanfare. We're gonna play is uh, we'll play this one.
2: Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> was that? was that I heard. That was me. That was that me. Was Paul. All right, Paul. And I'm going to guess Ocarina Time.
4: That is Ooh. incorrect. Uh.
3: Um, I, I, I'm, like, spacing on how to make Link's noises now, all of a sudden.
0: <laughs> you basically make yeah. any noise, and I'll call on you. Hit? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Terry. Uh,
3: is it Link to the Past?
0: It is Link to the Past. Ooh. All right, we've got Terry with two points right now. Um, All right, we're going to go with. This one. Mm Kit. Terry.
3: Uh, That one is Ocarina of Time.
0: That is incorrect.
3: Oh, I was debating between the two. Dang it.
0: (laughs) Uh. Was that a link? No, noise not, no, sorry,
1: no. I was thinking. Uh, <laughs> Can you play it I, again?
2: I will play it this again. Lazy yeah. Link.
1: Uh, <sighs> oh, that's a hard one. Curtis, I'm gonna guess Link between worlds.
0: That is incorrect. Uh, I don't know. Paul, would you like
2: to hear it one more time? Uh, I I'll just guess. Majora's Mask. All right, it's not Majora's Majora's Mask.
0: Terry, it sounded like you wanted to guess one more time, so we'll give it I, as the guest.
3: I I did, but um, I but I I don't want to anymore because it was I was gonna guess Majora's Mask. <laughs> All
4: right,
3: um, I can guess again, but it
1: Minish Cap. I don't know.
0: Uh, I also will say that I pulled this from the Legend of Zelda sound effects uh, database.
1: Oh, has so a silly. very Link's crossbow training.
0: It's got it's got all the sounds. Apparently, I downloaded <laughs> that. I could have possibly downloaded the wrong one, but I'm pretty sure I didn't.
3: Well, is it tell, a handheld? Tell us, tell us which one it's from, and I'll tell you if you're wrong. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm going to uh, click it on the actual website. No, it's the same one. It is the Wind Waker.
3: Oh really? Wait, Play,
1: play one more time. Yeah,
3: uh, that's probably okay. right.
1: Uh, I okay, yeah, right. I I'm, I'm mad at myself. I didn't get that one.
3: <laughs> I, well, I'm mad at myself too, Curtis. We're we're t- we're the same. <laughs>
0: All right. Um, I've got eleven of these. We can end whenever you guys (laughs) want, but uh, we'll play the next one, and we're going to do. Uh, yeah, we're gonna do this one right now. Oh no, I already played that one. I meant to click the other. All right, question. It's the same one every time. (laughs) <laughs> Alright, this one is the item mm-hmm. fanfare from what game?
2: Pokemon Red. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um,
2: oh, you are fired from chance. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, hit?
0: Alright, Terry.
3: Is that uh, Triforce Heroes?
0: That's incorrect.
1: Eh. The Dick? Is that Zelda Two: Adventure of Link?
0: That is correct. Wow! Whoa! The only one that doesn't use the classic sound.
1: Yeah, as I say, that sounds so off. Well, we'll play it one more time.
0: Um, there actually might be another one. I didn't download all the Zelda games, um, and I think there was another one where I couldn't find it, but. As far as I have no, that's the only one that doesn't use it. Alright. Uh we've got five more. Curtis and Terrier tied with two points each. Paul, you can get one of these. <laughs> probably. Here <I> come. Watch <laughs> out. Dark <dog> horse. <laughs> Alright, we're gonna go with this one. Hit. Harry, right off the bat.
3: Ocarina of Time. That is actually not Ocarina of Time. Okay, well, then again, I think I know which one it is.
0: (laughs) Curtis?
1: Skyward Sword?
0: That is Skyward Sword.
3: Yeah.
1: All right. Probably only got that because I just played that in the last year.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Paul, you should just guess. Like, pick one and just guess it over and over Maybe. again until it's right. Yeah. <laughs> All
1: okay.
0: right. We're going to go with this
2: one. Hey, uh, that one's fancy.
3: That uh, no
0: one's going to guess.
3: Uh, Can you play I can... it one more time?
0: Yeah, I can play it one more time. A stunned silence.
2: Uh, from the uh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Paul Bills. Is that one Hyrule Warriors? It is not Hyrule Warriors. Uh, okay.
3: Um, wait, one more time. Oh yeah, I'll play one more. Oh my gosh. It is it Breath of the Wild?
0: Uh, you have to call in with a Oh, in.
3: I'm sorry. <laughs> Hit.
0: It is Breath of the Wild. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: my gosh. Okay, I was like, that one sounds like more like modern, like on yeah. a more recent.
4: Yeah. I yeah.
3: yeah.
0: I, I I got some curveballs in here too. Ooh. Um. All right, we're gonna go with this one.
3: Hit okay, fine.
2: There it is.
3: Final final answer, Ocarina of time.
2: It is
0: Ocarina of time.
3: (laughs) That's okay, that's actually my my text tone when people text me. So I'm real embarrassed it took me that (laughs) like I kept guessing the wrong one.
2: I mean, they were extremely similar.
1: Are they is that one in Majora's mask? Do they just use the same clips?
3: I believe so I would assume I, they do. As I know they do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean they reuse like all the other assets, though. So. Yeah. All right.
0: We got three more. I might have got the math wrong earlier.
4: But
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh Curtis, you've got three points. Terry, you've got four. Uh, neck and neck right now. There's three more opportunities. It could be anyone's game. Paul, I'll give you five points if you get one.
4: <laughs>
0: thank you. <laughs> um, all right. We're going to go this one. Hit. Hit. Oh, I heard Ooh. Curtis first.
1: Okay. Well, I'm just going to guess the original Legend of Zelda. That is correct.
2: Mm. Ooh.
0: It could have come oh, down God. to internet speed on that one. It's <laughs> pretty close. Um. All right, we got two more. Terry, Curtis, you're tied. Uh, We're going to go with this one. Hit. Terry.
3: Was that Minish Cap?
0: That is Minish Cap.
1: All right. Is it tied? I think Terry's up again.
3: Yeah, I think I'm up one. You're right. All right,
0: Curtis... You can uh, you can tie it up, or Terry's gonna win. Paul, <coughs> you'll tie with Terry if you get this. Here I come! Watch out! <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. The last one.
4: What Hit. the heck,
3: Terry? Uh, Link between worlds. That is incorrect. Anyone want
0: to uh, do a quick guess? I can play it again.
1: Do it one more time. It's so fast. (laughs) What? Curtis. I'm going to guess Triforce Heroes.
0: That is incorrect. Oh, no. Ah. Hall Bills. You're
2: exactly (laughs) where I want you. Uh, (laughs) Majora's Mask was never a real answer right like that was never the right answer it was never the right answer let's go with it again Majora's Mask that is incorrect
1: Uh, is it a DS one
0: it is actually for two different
3: games Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks that
0: is correct Uh,
1: Oh, I was stuck between those are the ones I never played like at Uh. all
3: I've never played yeah. them either
4: yeah,
1: that was a that was one of the curveball ones
0: um Terry, you're a winner,
3: oh my goodness, that's that such a relief <laughs> <laughs> I'd hate to like come in and be like yeah i'm I'm a Zelda expert, and then I lose the game so <laughs>
0: if 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 I was a Zelda expert and someone created that for me, I would not get i would not be the winner so <laughs> But you are the winner and so congratulations.
3: Thank you everyone. <laughs>
0: wow. Well, it's late. I uh I guess we won't dilly-dally. Terry, thank you so much for uh for being our guest of honor today. It was a fun discussion. Thank you. Uh, what's awesome. your what's your blog link?
3: Oh, um it's called Chica Plate. You know, fun little play on Chica Slate. Um, but I haven't posted to it in, I don't even know how long, uh, since the pandemic started, I, I work in public health, so I haven't had a lot of time, (laughs) um, but one of these days I'll get back to it because I, it's my goal to finish all of the Breath of the Wild recipes. So we'll get there.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Everyone visit that. We'll put the link in the description. Uh, also, email us at chancetimepodcast at gmail.com if you want to throw any of your Zelda two cents or ask any uh, Zelda questions or explain to us why the time... Uh, and, or you could join our Discord. The link is in the description. Uh, and say all the same stuff. Uh, or you could <laughs> directly congratulate Terry on her win of Sound Sleuths. Uh and look at her picture of all the uh her map covered in green <laughs> from Breath of the Wild. Um but yeah.
3: Cool. Thank you everyone. Uh, yeah,
0: did it. Thanks, uh, thanks for coming to see James. Yeah Curtis. James. Uh hop on Neon White. Try to battle our scores.
1: Please. Okay bye.
0: Bye. Bye. Bye.